I'm reading some like this quotes by different like people who didn't quotes. like this album, Spoken and they quotes. sound like cunts. That that what? The, I'm reading quotes by some of the few people who were like just not into this album. Uh-huh. And they sound like fucking cunts. Like listen to this guy, Ed Ox. First of all. A oh. billboard wrote, The satisfied man speaks in cliches oh, I know. I saw and blushes and as if like, every day were Valentine's Day. Like, okay. Okay, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Go fuck yourself. You're fun at parties. And Ed who? Yeah. <laughs> Episode number 27. 27. Ooh, forever 27. Forever 27. You know what? Just looking this up, I was like, how old was Bob Dylan before we get into it? He's 28. He's 28. Fucker. Anyways. So, episode 27. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 27. 27. 27. Of This Is Music Podcast. I am your host, George. Here with also the host, Charlie. Hello. And a uh, special guest today is uh, a friend of the podcast, Dr. Leo, Leo uh, the Scientist. Leo the Scientist. Hey, everybody. Hey, Leo. Um, this was uh, a long time coming when us doing this podcast hmm. again. It's been We've been a talking long... about this for at least a year. A yeah. Long time, and especially having Leo come uh, specifically to do Nashville Skyline. And you know how that we usually try to uh, pair up albums. The last one we did was Father John Misty. Uh, okay. So for us doing this one, it's it, not... It uh, makes it's sense. Not, yeah. It's not out of the ballpark. That, that wasn't intentional, but... It's, it's not it, like going it, from it works, Father John Misty to well. Napalm Death or something. Yeah, right? exactly. Um, good, good, good... Uh, I mean, with you know? Dylan, you can pretty much feel comfortable. If, if they're playing a guitar, yeah. they're probably influenced by sure. Dylan. You're sure. going to be all right. No, I remember when you guys first asked me, like, what album would you do? And just... I thought like I wanted to think about it for a while and take my time, but just immediately, Nash- I'm like Nashville Skyline. Yeah, obviously. And then I couldn't find a better, like I couldn't think of a better one. I thought for days like, no, Nashville Skyline. Yeah, man. I'd even try to. Not that I was like going away from it, but we'd bring up something yeah. else. We'd be like, no, I want to no, do Nashville, Nashville Skyline. Skyline. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's good. obviously you'd be like, well, Bob Dylan had some uh, pretty good albums, so oh, yeah. there is a lot to choose. Kind I mean, of, you kind can of. Go has Highway sixty one. I, I mean, blood on the blood tracks, on blood on blonde, blonde, blonde. blonde, blonde. blonde. This isn't blood. just another. Desire. This isn't just another podcast of people we're talking about the greatest albums of this dimension yeah so it's in it's in the title of the uh name so we can't fuck around with the title of the name sure is (laughs) where else would you put a title or a name in the name of the title (laughs) so 19 fucking 69 bob dylan ninth studio record he's 28 (laughs) folks he's 28 years old he's all he is at this point he's already got the self-titled he's already got uh Highway 61. He's already got the times they are changing. Nine. He's already the voice of a generation. He's already the voice of a generation. He's, He's already changed tack through. and been criticized for it like twice. He's yeah. gone electric at this point. Yeah. And, uh, He's done folk. He's done electric. 
Uh, People are getting used to him being now like a kind of a rock, more of a rock musician or being an electric musician. At this point, sure, yeah. accepted it. Kind yeah. of, like, we're into I it. mean, with Highway 61 and, and those other ones. Um, but and not just like, like oh, another rock musician. Right. Like this is a poet yeah. that no, that hasn't really been in the rock scene. Yeah. So he's he's been that guy. And then I mean, he, and he decided now I'm just going to stride into the country music scene and just. Destroyed. Become one Late of waste. the more influential mm-hmm. <laughs> folk well, country guys in the He was a uh, huge influence on the Nashville culture. Like, the, this, oh, this, through him doing this, this through switch. Through. Was, yeah. Crazy. Well, I feel like, especially back in that time, a 28 year old's like an old man. Like, I feel like I'm it's mature, changed mature, more now. I'm a mature man. Someone yeah. who has a house and a family. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're you're an older adult now. Yeah. And I think that's... This is... If there's, like, one album that's kind of the shift to him being, like, settling down album, right. it's... This is the beginning of that. Yeah. And, is, we, can, and we can Trent get Reznor, into... This is Trent Reznor off drugs and jacked. That's true. <laughs> that's a good way to put it. You had to put the jacked person. into it because yeah. it's weird. It's, it's just like weird. You, you see like his original, the, you know, the during like the perfect drug album, uh, the perfect drug song. Yeah. He's just the skinny goth guy with the long hair and just like doing the weird goth like reaching out finger reaching thing. Out finger thing. <laughs> and now he's just a buff dude and kick your ass. We all know exactly what you mean, by the way. Every person listening to this they, knows they got the exactly reference, like, like, just the hand <laughs> reaching out. That yeah. dark metal. What is thing. it? Goth thing? Like, exactly. He's kind of sickly, but like. It's a limp. Yeah. I can barely put my hands up. Like, Lord, I've found the crystal for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like reaching for heroin, too. Yeah. So Bob yeah, Dylan so born Bob Dylan. Robert, Robert Allen Zimmerman in uh, Duluth, Minnesota, on May 24th, 1941. So Minnesota. recently, huh? Question. Pumping yeah. out those would, artists. Would he have been Bob Dylan if his name was Robert Zimmerman? If he kept that as his... Sure. Stage name. Sure. Would Probably we be talking about him as Bob Dylan? Yeah. Now it's you think? Saying Robert Zimmerman. Robert Zimmerman. Likely. Doesn't roll are off we, the tongue. Are we that well. anti-Semitic? <laughs> we definitely were back then. I That's think. what I'm saying. Like you, yeah. you kind of had to change your name in a lot of things. I mean, just even if it was a, like Schultz. More for the audiences than for the people making sure. the music. People sure. making music were largely Jewish. But it's like the, it's the the folks they're trying to sell the music to. Yeah. Not a fan. Well, I mean, he's the one who changed his name, right? And yeah. it was from Dylan Thomas. Oh, so it's really so he's self self hating. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, self, a self, he's a self hating Jew. Yeah. Always the best artist. Yeah. Um, yeah, he changed his his name early on. Like he was in he was still in Minnesota and like not known as a musician yet. But he got becoming a musician pretty early on in his life, like right out right out of mm-hmm. high school, even in high school, having bands. And then um, I think maybe a year or two after, so like maybe 1920, he was like, yeah, I'm going by Bob Dylan now. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was already that dreamer guy of just like, I'm going to change my whole perception and uh, it's going to start with my name. And a great quote about that is from Bob Dylan himself who goes, you're born, you know, the wrong names, the wrong parents. I mean, that happens. <laughs> you can call yourself what you want. But uh, yeah. This is the life. This is the land of the free. So it's a yeah. very like Bob Dylan quote of like I mean, yeah, I'm just naming myself. And uh, yeah, it's very, it's very he, Bob Dylan. Would we still be talking about, or would we be talking about Bob Dylan mm-hmm. if he was named uh, Robert Zimmerman? I don't know. What's well, it's, it's so. appropriate to him because he's he's a great artist in the sense that like he's not about it's the, his music's not really about him. He's just like I'm gonna try doing this now. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna do a different. So I'm just gonna play around with any kind of style. See what my strange brain does with it but he's not he's not like identity that, based so it's appropriate that his 
he would be used that he would use a moniker like that. So yeah, that way he can but, be whoever he wants. You know what's weird? It's 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 true when everyone says that like he's a chameleon doing a whole bunch of different styles. It's tr- it, part of it's true, part of it's not. It's always Dylan though. It's not like right. he ever went disco. Right. It's not like he ever went like really. He did kind of go '80s, but not really. Not like not that really, super no. pop David Bowie '80s or anything well, like that. I mean, he wasn't doing dancing on the street or any of that I mean, nonsense. It's kind of like what uh, great artists basically do their own thing. And then people try to go like, oh, this was his this phase. Right. It's like, no, that's just him doing, being right. true to himself. Yeah. Just being whatever it is he's interested in. Sure. Yeah, he never got into, like, like electronic music. Cause, he cause, never did anything like that. some artists change their style, and you can tell it's 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 not sincere. Like, they're not actually, they're just doing it to stay current or something. Right. And it's like, yeah, this is, ah, oh, no, nah, dude. Yeah, like, I think, like, bands like cool. Aerosmith kind of did that, where they, they definitely got up, they try to stay relevant. <clears> in, Metallica. In, a, in a almost Metallica. Yeah. Metallica more. There's a lot of those bands that just kind of try to you want to you want to stay with the times but also stay true to yourself and yeah. it's very obvious when a band especially that has a long nice big catalog and I, I mean Bob Dylan also has a lot of absolute clunker garbage oh, garbage records yeah. like He's not like Tool or Radiohead, where like they, if they're gonna release it, they're like, "This is going to be perfect." Well, we're saying ninth he's, album he's at got, twenty fucking yeah, eight. Yeah. I think he's probably something like 47, 48, 50 albums. I think Tool's making their second album. Yeah, <laughs> the first one was fit, uh, fifteen thousand years ago. Yeah. I think. No, at least ten thousand days ago. <laughs> but but I do like that spectrum of music making because I respect both. I, I like both. I yeah. want I want someone who you know them Jack White. I want someone who yeah. just comes up with shit off the top of head and Prince, let's do first cut. Put it out. He, Put and it he's out. like, yeah, I don't care. And Done. then I want someone who takes fucking years, years. to try to perfect yeah. something to make it yeah. pristine yeah. in whatever avenue that is. Yeah, one, one person is like a kung fu master. The other person is like a person who builds cathedrals. Like, it takes 300 years, and, and, and it'll last forever. Yeah. And this other guy is like, yeah, sometimes I chop buildings in half, and sometimes I just lie around. You know, yeah. Fine. And George and I always joke, like... Everything in life always has to be either one. So it's like, well, which one do you like? It's like I like both. I like both. I like, and I like everything in between. Yeah. You know, it doesn't. It works. I, I'm, I'm sure if Tool tried to do something right away, yeah, it'd be like, yeah. yeah. And then I'm sure if he labored forever, Bob Dylan, and just took seven years, it'd yeah. probably be cool. But they both, they both be cool. But it yeah. wouldn't be what they are. Like. Mm-hmm. But anyways, that's Dylan Sal. It's, it's he. It's it must. It's rough for musicians to work. Not rough, but it's it's pretty much. What's what's the chords, Bob? Like, what are we yeah. doing? Like, come on, we'll just go do this, and yeah, we'll, uh, it yeah, we'll get it. Yeah, and that's it, why you it, get is it rolling, Bob. Is it rolling, Bob? Is it rolling? But that's Bob? why you get uh, some Nashville cats yeah. I, that are you guys who know exactly what they're doing. They are called the Nashville Cats. That's yeah. that's what his group that he got. And this isn't the first time he used the guys for this album. And we'll give them names, actual names instead of we will guys. give them names. But he he was starting to do Nashville sound around Blonde on Blonde. Um, and then John Wesley Harding was kind of the the big shift towards okay. this country sound that we're we're talking about now. This right. one more so. He was still doing the poet poet right um, wordplay. Yeah, you know the iconic wordplay that we all know about now. This, this is a complete. I don't know if this is the album that if you were like want someone to get into Bob Dylan. This is the one I would give them. Because it's, it was not, so, it's, not repre- it's not super representative. No, but then they're going to be completely thrown off if you give them anything yeah. else. Yeah. But it's a, I think you give them desire. Mm. I think you give them desire. You all, got, he always starts, brings up this fucking album starts, every fucking time. Desire is the, in my opinion. I know, it's great. It's like, 
Them's like, fighting words. Re- it's eight, huh? Them's fighting words. Fightin words. Them's fighting words. I mean, it starts off with Hurricane. Me and at this point, I've always, I like, Hurricane well, is I too skip, long. I will skip Hurricane. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. It's too yeah. fucking it long. Too long but, yeah. I mean, I'd rather sit down. through a fucking hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> I understand the story. <laughs> So I'd yeah. rather just watch the movie. Yeah, there you go. It, from, it's not as lo- the movie's shorter. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, verbose, that Dylan. No, but yeah, that I, it's like you're right. It's an unfair representation if you introduce someone to this album and be like, "Oh, this like, wow, is cool. this guy can sing." Yeah, well, that's the the crazy. This guy can croon. Wow, real crew that's, we got that's here. That's the first noticeable thing about this record. Is the this main thing. That's still, it's number one. It's right yeah, away. Yeah. Is, is So at this time, you know, obviously, it's my dealing. And it's like, you son of a bitch. Like, but it's like, have you been putting this on the whole yeah. time, you son of a bitch? You son of a bitch. Sandbag is a son of a bitch. It's the same thing with Tom Waits. It's like, wait, uh, you know, I, I like I, I thought I knew, like, and all of a sudden he's like this crooner. You're like, what? What the fuck? Oh, yeah. Jesus, Tom Waits. Oh, God, I love that man. Let's just switch to Tom Waits right now. Fuck <laughs> uh, it, we're over But who, who else has done some switch? Has anyone else done switch, switch on their voice oh, switch like singing. that? Um, shit. We don't, we don't have to. I mean, no, something I always liked about Billy Corgan was how in songs he had, he was two guys singing. He, he did that. Yeah, man. And yeah, the high thing thing. And then the that's low, cool. Yeah. But yeah, yeah but that's in one song. He had his head and chest yeah. voice. But this is like. singers. But yeah, this is a different album. Yeah, I, and, and Smalls would do that too, where you do the. Um, who's got the vapor, the pistol, the pistol? He would do that. They would. He would have like. He'd switch to his head voice. That's, that's like you're, it's, it's in a song too, where he's, he's playing two different characters right. in a song. But you're so. At this point, this is the ninth record. Everybody right. who knows Dylan at this point knows him singing the way we were just right. doing the, the impression. Singing kind of talky protest talky songs that are topical. Song, and then it comes with like this male Billy Holiday <laughs> impression. And you're like, wait, what? What? What are you doing? And, and so. To him getting to these very point simple, these he, simple songs with like very not well, super complex lyrics. Stop smoking. There you go. There it is. And all of a sudden he's singing like this, and it's like, oh, why wasn't this always Dylan? I, I prefer this, and it, yeah. well, it's funny because the one thing whenever you bring up Dylan to anyone, especially right. people who don't like him, they go, right. I just don't like that voice. Yeah. I just can't yeah. do it. And it's like, which is a completely uh, reasonable, in my opinion, it's a completely reasonable. reasonable I wasn't one of those guys that was like, oh, I'm, a, I'm a musician. I've always loved Bob Dylan. I, no. I was kind of like that. I liked yeah. like ro- like a Rolling Stone. I liked right. the fucking jams. Yeah. But I, I, like, the albums are th- they're sure. dense. Those yeah. other albums they they're not. This is a light breezy. Yeah. Like we're right now. This album I know you guys. In, there's no video, but we're sitting on this beautiful sunny afternoon. Yeah. This is that type of album. It's yeah. you can put this on. I think it's 28 minutes long. Sure. His other albums are, are hour long, right? They're yeah. they're long. He, Blonde on Blonde was a double album. Yeah. He write usually writes six, seven minute long songs. You right. know, maybe barely a chorus. Great wordplay. This is stripped down of yeah. all of that. Oh, absolutely. It's like as poppy Dylan as you're gonna get. Yeah. Just like this is a pop love song. I mean, the simple the the <laughs> me and Leo the little intro we came with was that quote by that. Uh, that dickhead what was his that name fucking uh, mike ox mike uh, mike cox yeah mike hopefully cox. you're dead now he was yeah. basically saying like oh Fuck so simple guy. like is this really like this nice and it's very cliche he's yeah. like, what does he say a, a satisfied the man satisfied speaks. man speaks in cliches and blushes as if every day were valentine's day like he's he's jealous of dylan that's that's someone who wishes yeah. as a frustrated poet but but you know what it is too it's like <laughs> we're, we're taking it as we, we're 
much younger. We're born right. after all this. But if right. you were in that moment and in the 60s right. and you didn't have Spotify and all the shit, you just you bought an album yeah. and it's everything to you. Yeah. And you're thinking this guy's he's leading us to the he's new, leading us right. Yeah. And then you, you have just a responsibility. You have a responsibility. And, 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 and also like direct stark contrast to that, there was. Uh, I love reading, especially for the older albums, the Rolling Stones uh, reviews from that t- that time. So this is May 31st. By, oh, they're sober uh, both. May 31st, 1969. So uh, By Paul Nelson. He, goes, he starts the... Um, you can find this on Rolling Stone, just National Skyline um, review or whatever. Right. And he starts off with Bob Dylan's ninth album, poses fewer mysteries, and yet, paradoxically, offers greater rewards than any of his previous work. Its only difficulties aren't metaphysical or interpretive, Indeed, the beauty and the openness within almost keeps it rigorously simple in genre, but rather those of taking the artist's newfound happiness and maturity for exactly what they appear to be. That smiling face on the cover tells it all, and isn't it wonderful? <laughs> the cover's right? so great. And it's like, it's like, yeah, that's exactly what's yeah. happening. Yeah. You have, it's just, okay, finally, Bob Dylan's not so heavy, and just, right. like, he has a nice beautiful like you're listening to this album in the middle of summer and like you can play this book record like that and that's great not everything like that dylan did was you know songbird of the generation stuff. right nor yeah. did it need to be nor well why, I, that was, it's exhausting yeah i think uh on the spokesman of generation he was quoted around that time not only did i not want it but i didn't need it didn't need it couldn't yeah. understand it None of us like to be defined by what other people think of us. I wasn't the toast member, Toastmaster? Toast member? <laughs> Toastmaster of any generation. And that notion had to be pulled up by the roots. Hell yeah. So, I mean, he's... Another side of a good artist. He's like, don't you dare define me, yeah. you fuckers. Yeah, and, and he, there was also the... He got in a motorcycle accident, so he's laid out for right. a while. And that was before uh, John Wesley Harding. That's right. But. Yeah, so he went through a little transformation, and and there's been I've I've read other quotes there's about little, there's some painkillers in this album. There could be for sure. <laughs> I mean, he he was doing he was with Johnny too, Johnny yeah. Cash. They were probably yeah. throwing out some pills and oh yeah, sure. yeah. Sure. Listen to this fucking but but also there's been bathed in like opioid reverb. There there's a lot of quotes of him saying I don't even know wh- where I came up with those first classic albums. Not not really the the folk right. ones that those. What three or four right, right after you know Blonde on Blonde right. Highway Revisited? Uh-huh. I don't even know where I, those words came from. I don't. I, I couldn't do that. I don't know who that Bob right. Dylan is. Oh yeah, and, the, the exact how, exactly how he said it. And I think I think what, what what kind of kept Bob Dylan just great was that he never. I I, I mean definitely there's there's like a period in the '80s where. He was trying to spark a f- flame that maybe didn't have enough gas in it. Then he went all. Then he got really Christian for a little while. He did get a little Christian. And then came back. Which well, I mean, the like, '80s, the '80s. You were saying earlier he never really did the '80s sort of like pop and cheesy shit. Yeah. But the '80s like were not kind to a lot to all of Ooh. the. He legends, just he didn't uh, try. Yeah, but he uh, didn't try to do. Yeah, they either got shot in the head or got re- <laughs> their music got really shitty or. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they just they they, they were trying to keep up with the times right. though. They were trying to keep up. With Unless the you're David Bowie, in which case you just you did all the stuff in coke and you were still murdering it. Yeah. Yeah. But even some of his stuff, I mean, it's still great. Yeah. It, it, I figured how someone was well, talking about it. Like, you can still hear the great Bowie song underneath, sure. but it's just like a little 280s. Yeah. But, well, that, but that's, that's what Coke does. It makes everything seem like a good idea. Yeah. So, so, we'll a good you, idea will also talk seem about like a good idea. But Empire Burlesque is the, if you want to hear Bob Dylan doing 80s, Empire Burlesque Empire is the album. And it's, <laughs> it's, it's rough. It's a heavy listen. It's hard. <laughs> it's a difficult listen. Um, 
just the cover of that is, is terrible. But nonetheless, <laughs> we are doing Nashville Skyline today. And then and then back onto like the what's going on in the country at that time. It's, oh, th- that's what's the. I think that's what threw people off too. You right know, the responsibility. Like he yep. he's this leader of talking yeah. about you know all this kind of stuff, protest yeah. music. And then when we have these assassinations, can we do a list? Just like everyone do around, just spit something out. What was happening around that time? It's like everything. Like, yeah, everyone says today, like, today we a, live in crazy times. Like, back the president then. got assassinated. Martin his, Luther King got assassinated. His brother got his assassinated. Brother, the brother of the president got assassinated. The assassin of the assassin got assassinated. <laughs> uh, the Chicago protest riots. Right. The racial uh, protests or riots yeah. after that. Us landing on the moon. Vietnam on was moon. going on. Vietnam. George Wallace thing with the. Uh, Running for president with Nixon and all that shit. Too. And I don't think Manson happened, but it was you know right around, around that time. Yeah. So musical, was, a musical renaissance. Psychedelics were in in the country everywhere. I mean, and there you go like, too. He went right when everyone was going psychedelic right. and all that. He went he the other back. way. Yeah. He went the, completely the other way. And um, and and he also it, it he was managed to make something that we'll talk about this more. But like it, this is a very it's like it's a psychedelic it's a psychedelic country album, but very subtly. Interesting. Like, you have to okay. That, like, we were listening to Lady Lady Lay on, oh, on well, the way over song. here, and I was listening but that's to a, it. That's I'm a, like, this song is. I don't, don't even talk about that song right now. Don't even do it. We can't even. We can't I even. I know. Gotcha. It, that is a special little oh moment of time. Jesus Christ. Um, but what yeah, yeah. It, it, him taking that kind of left turn is a Dylan thing to do. Yeah. Especially yeah. the guy that's supposed to be like, what is he going to talk about now? Yeah, right. This is going on. And like, I'm just going to talk about love yeah. and lost love. People yeah. were kind of projecting that out. I mean, we're sure projecting that on him. Really. Like, right. be the songbird of our generation again. And But I, I kind of have a, a, you know, an underneath uh, underlying philosophy behind that, that he was kind of unifying because he was... At that time, there was hippie music and right. there was country music, yep. and you didn't like those yeah. fucking long-haired faggots, yep. and they didn't like your bullshit middle you, you, of the country. You music. think there's division now? Right. There was. My parents told me about this. Oh, yeah. There were there were parts of the country where if you went and you had long hair, you might get shot. Easy oh, for sure. Like easy, like yeah. literally, like that. Yeah. That was a very real. That was a thing that could fucking happen, and not shot like in a dark alley, like sh- just shot or lynched. Yeah. yeah, people were getting lynched. Yeah, like regularly. Yeah, if you regularly. were just acting a little feminine as a man, nah, Ooh. not happening Ooh. in this town. But yeah, and and then, and also look at what look at what American cities were like. Like it's weird that we're more scared now and we're more protective of our kids. This country is so damn safe now in most. most but we places. don't. The only thing They're is, like, they, most we didn't. Cities, we didn't live in that. Crazy. So oh, you don't. We didn't. Yeah. So. It doesn't. I mean, you, then the people in the '60s could have been like, "You guys think the '60s is bad? Right. We had the Civil War. You know, we could we could play this game forever. For sure. And it's still it's like, true. Yeah. No, but, but it absolutely. Play, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just like you know, young people suck. Right. That's Always. true. <laughs> yeah. But the generation of old people us suck. Also fucked it up for also, us. Also, yeah. And Everyone I'm, sucks except for us, but we also suck. Yeah. People are gonna listen to this and be like, "These guys suck." You were you were going along the lines of the like the the country and the the hippie and the folk. Right. And all yeah, that so stuff. The, so they were going in that direction, but then so it's almost like a unifying album with people that would have never listened to country be like, I kind of like this music, yeah. and then country guys being like, 
this hippie, or I don't know if they looked at this Dylan as a hippie, but this New York Jew is doing yeah. this type of music, yeah. and that can and he's good. Which, Johnny likes him. Johnny yeah. Cash. Johnny too. likes him. Yeah. Chris Christopherson Johnny, said, huge supporter. Uh, Chris Christopherson said, "It said our generation owes him our entire life." This is talking about Bob Dylan. He says, "Because he opened all the doors in Nashville when he did Blonde on Blonde and Nashville Skyline, the country scene was so conservative until he arrived. He brought a whole new audience. He changed the way people thought about it. Even the Grand Ole Opry was never the same again." Wow. Yeah. Like Bob Dylan is a folk singer from a New York Jew coming to Nashville and like people are like oh, murdering it right on like yeah. the, yeah. the, the Grand Old Opry was you know obviously the show of, in Nashville especially in that time um which and, that, that, that's still for Chris Christopherson to say that. And that's not an easy scene to come in and suddenly take it over. No, it's very it's traditional, awesome. very rooted in technique. Like, you have to come with a very strong game. Yeah. Like, this motherfucker could. Yeah. yeah. Well, his songwriting is just undeniable. It's so yeah, undeniable. The motherfucker could. Have you ever seen there's this wonderful video of Bob Dylan and Donovan are at this house party in San Francisco? And it's clearly like, you know, beatniks and everyone's chilling, smoking, smoking dope. And Donovan, you know who Donovan is like the guy who sang Metal Yellow and shit, yeah. Um, With uh, Paul McCartney playing in the background. Paul McCartney was in the background there. Yeah, well, he was yeah, playing so, like a tambourine uh, or something. Okay, yeah, because Donovan plays one of his songs, and it's 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 nice, it's fine. You know, it's just bubble. It's like you know bubblegum folk. Ugh, I hate when most people do Dylan songs. And then Dylan, she grab, takes that, the guitar. Dylan takes the guitar and, <laughs> and sings. Uh, it's all it's all right, Mom. Only bleeding. That's a and tough just, one to... And you can see Donovan's face being like, this is this is a real artist. I'm like, there's yeah. no comparison no. between you two. It's incredible. Yeah, it's incredible. I, I don't even want to talk about that song because that's, that's, a, that's a brutal one. But yeah. so, yeah, yeah, you're right. He's just an artist that could actually... Anyone else who was like, I want to go to down to Nashville and change this shit. <laughs> yeah. Nashville. Like, not going to happen. It's like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to Harlem and re- revolutionize hip-hop. Yeah. Just going to yeah. do that. Exactly. And I'm not from that scene at all. Right. I'm, that, not, I'm like the opposite of that scene. But the, a lot of people, they, they, it's that. They have that mentality. Like, I'm going to go do something. Bob Dylan just goes, I love music. I love country I love music. music. I'm going to make country music. Yeah. It wasn't like, I'm going to change this town. He no. didn't give a shit. He no. just likes country music. But then also, what I think he doesn't get, and he probably does get more appreciated. I just don't remember ever, anyone talking about it, but he kind of, is the beginning with Graham Parsons of Americana yeah. music that well, we, what's now a very Wilco and my, my morning yeah. jacket and all that true. shit it's, that's true they can really trace it back to these and the to band this, to this album and, and then these, yeah. yeah and people say the band well maybe the band came out with their album before this but all those songs were Dylan songs right and, they, yeah, the and then tapes. and they did the basement tapes which were before this album and then no, basement tapes were after. Are you sure? I thought it oh, was. Sorry, this is no, because uh, that was '68, and then basement tapes were '75. Oh, okay, not basement tape. Well, no, there was underground ones that they did at the house at yeah, the Big yeah. Pink house. Okay. Oh, the sessions from Big. The oh, sessions. Oh, sessions from Big. From Pink. Big Pink. So maybe I'm thinking of that. Yeah. The not Big the, Pink. Yeah. But yeah, so no, he right. also that gets. Eight, that was eight years before. Besides, that was besides all the other great things, he's also him, Graham, band, or right. the whole Americana. That country music, which I think is besides the outlaw, Willie Nelson, right, Merle Haggard, that like that's that's country. That's yeah, yeah. that's real country. Yeah, and yeah. then that Americana, like that shit, I'll listen to that forever. Yeah. So he gets he, good job, Dylan. You get another fucking thing. Another thing. Yeah. That you did incredibly well. And just to take that left turn, I love when he's like, oh, cool, everyone's doing the psychedelic music. Nah, no. I'm gonna strip it down and yeah. write just pretty little two-minute pop songs. Um, yeah. So. Uh, is it rolling, man? That one quote, like, what? 
should we? You guys were talking before how you wanted to start. One of the things you wanted to start off talking was asking why I chose this album. Yeah, Maybe before absolutely. we go oh, yeah. into it. Yeah, I think we kind of covered like the the climate, yeah, everything. I think we're up to date, pretty much. Pretty up to date. So yeah, so you know we're come to you, asking you a whole bunch of questions. What album, uh, or you know what artist? You say Bob Dylan. That's an obvious. Said okay. Skyline, and, then, and I'm yeah. thinking everything else. And, and even like in high school, I was, we were doing reviews about all the, like, I can't remember what song we did, but the never, no one ever brings up this album when they want to get serious. Yeah. Like, oh, but you got to listen to the word, you know, whatever. Right. And you said, you were just adamant about it. And we were both like, yeah, this, this makes sense. But what you didn't, there wasn't, you weren't like, ah, blown them, blown oh, no, and this, yeah, so. And it wasn't you, just like, just immediately like, oh, this is the Bob Dylan album. I'm like, if I want to talk about an album, that's this one. Yeah, this one, because this. It, if you're thinking like good podcasts, you pick one of those other things and we could sit there and go through line by line. It yeah. would make it not easier, but we could just be like, what did he mean by that? Right. You're picking cliche words or you know that kind of album but just the, the feel of it anyways yeah so w- was there a history to well, this is it a childhood thing well, I think or th- this album's like uh just to touch on that before the, the this album for me is like uh it's like the musical equivalent of like kurt vonnegut if y'all read kurt vonnegut at all he's the author i recommend to people who don't really read much and who yeah. want to get into reading i'm like here's a guy kurt vonnegut yes, me too. kurt vonnegut was my favorite living author until he died recently Cats someone Cradles. recently cuz his books are so approachable and so readable but they are so deep Slaughterhouse he doesn't require really comp- like highfalutin language or ideas to get across like mind bending soul crushing heartbreaking beautiful yeah. fucking shit like yeah. his, his his books have made me cry yeah. yeah like cry while reading them like and anyway so this is this is like pussy. that it's fucking huh? it's it's pussy, pussy. Like this, this is an album that anyone can listen to and enjoy, and also like Calvin and Hobbes is another example. It's something that anyone mm. can enjoy, mm. but you can go so deep into mm. it. Like there is so much depth there, and it's unpretentious. It's just like he's just like unabashed yeah, and unabashed and unpretentious. Yeah. So anyway, so the reason I, this one, I mean, it just it just came to me, but I'm I'm assuming the reason I picked this one is because like because of that, it goes in smooth. I can listen to it whenever, but it's also uh, it's one of those albums. You know when an album's like in your DNA. Like this is one of the first albums I remember hearing because my parents, I we when I was very young, I grew up in Latin America mostly, but there was a sh- short period of my life, um, like four years, when I was really young. We lived in upstate New York. We lived in this big like wooden house on near near a river, like very country, nice upstate New York. That's where I saw like small town America that's where he, when I was a little. That's kid. where he was living. Yeah, um, and uh, and I remember I you know like most kids, I would just wander around all day, and I remember very vividly. Walking around and hearing this that floating slide guitar was just oh, in the back. The pedal still. And and the way his his the, the way his voice sounds, it's hard to describe the texture of his voice yeah. in this album, but it's like sounds like an instrument. It's just beautiful and like floating along and so like things so like cute. is it rolling bob? It's like when you hear something like I have heard that I have heard that phrase and that exact thing like ten thousand yeah. times. And yeah. I can remember like you have memories when you're a little kid, you have memories and the point of view of the memory is small. So you're seeing like shell. You're seeing your dad. He's like a giant. You're seeing a shelf, eye level. That's like a second, a second shelf. Like the house seems like it's a huge mansion, but it's just a little house. Yeah, it's not that big. It's not that big. It seems massive. And I remember vividly just, just careening around, little kid, like fucking five years old, and this song was just this one and like Van Morrison. I just remember this all the fucking time. It's a very comforting album. It has Johnny Cash too. Johnny Cash is like I'm a amateur songwriter as well, just like Charlie. Well, Charlie's a accomplished but like 
fucking accomplished songs. Accomplished songwriter. No, but like, but yeah, the John, Johnny Cash is one of my all-time idols. So the fact that this album also—that's something we should you know talk about at some point—is what Johnny Cash's role in this and who he was at the time, like how much he supported uh, Bob Dylan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the union, like, if you just told me out of nowhere, hey, there's an album that uh, Bob Dylan did with uh, Johnny Cash. Yeah, you'd never end. Yeah, and this is it. And it's it's just fantastic. Well, first of all, you have dope parents, great parents. Yeah, Big like family. I, I, I didn't I'll grow up em. with I'll with music in in my family besides older brothers who started introducing me stuff. And you know, there wasn't that just music. Never. My mom just not. I don't know. Just she loves music. It's but interesting because you want You have music on constantly. Yeah, it's obsessive about yeah. it. But I I love like I. We, we got an eight-year-old here, and I just put it on, and he's not yeah. listening, but I'm just like, you know, it's, get, it's getting in his DNA. Yeah. He's going to remember that. Just, it's teabagging him. Just teabagging him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> keeping him, keeping it, like, yeah. you know, in his head and but, it around. But, but even if it wasn't around the house, like, I, I'm in certain car rides, I'll just, I revert back yeah. to little fucking Charlie when certain songs come oh, on. And yeah. it could be the shittiest song ever yeah. that I don't even really like anymore, but it, it gets me in that state. It's it's a powerful psychedelic thing that can oh, happen absolutely. to you. Well, because when it's so tied to so many memories, whenever you listen to a certain song, it, yeah, it's it's like a it's like a memory drug, mm-hmm. an emotional yeah. memory what drug. Because so many things can be layered. Like la- like we're gonna get up to layer. There's a song on this album that well, if you haven't heard of it, it's, this. it's called "Lay Lady Lay." Don't and even that I fucking can't even, song. That's the song that that's warps the me. Song. Yeah. yeah, it warps. It's a warper. Dylan, I have Dylan. so many it's, associations. It's so good. We're, so already, we're talking about. It, we shouldn't even be doing it. <laughs> when I when I grew growing up, like the music, the secular music that I was you know, ah, growing up, the devil music. I could get away with listening to Bob Dylan because it wasn't heavy, it wasn't like loud, it wasn't like necessarily inherently sexual. But I can listen to Bob Dylan, and "Lay Lady Lay" was like. Oh, uh, this is like a little like sugar mm. cube of acid on my oh, tongue, yeah. where I'm just like, ooh, this is ooh. sexy. Yeah. I'm getting away with listening to rock and roll music yeah. by listening to Lay Lady Lay. It's weird because we on our father John Missy didn't he have the same thing where it's like, what is it with that whole religious thing where B- Dylan's cool? They're like no rock and not roll, heavy loud. There's very like it's it's, it's not un- too it's psychedelic too. It's unassuming. Yeah, cuz even his psychedelic overtly there's nothing overtly like trans like subversive transgressive. Yeah, even his it. quote psychedelic albums aren't No. I never when I was younger I don't you know people are like oh Re- Highway Revisited is so psychedelic. I was just like really compared to the Beatles and shit like <laughs> especially for that era. Compared to like Rush? Yeah, I was comparing it to to psychedelic music. It was more his words right. that were psychedelic and and just exactly. these linear narratives but um yeah, okay. So anything else that that's I mean like you, you pretty much yeah, that you pretty much nailed it. Yeah, I mean, and and it's also just like the the range of things that this album evokes. It evokes like really deep like sexuality, pain, melancholy, but again in this very unassuming just it's just right there way. It's just ah, it's just it's beautiful. Yeah. I'm such a, such a fan of this album. Well, why don't we uh let's do it. That's and, a good uh, reason good. And I love the tip of the hat. Holding his guitar, yeah. and just it doesn't even say Bob Dylan. He looks happy. It he doesn't looks just high, yeah. It just says National Sky. <laughs> it, it, you know, it's it's like happy, but it's kind of just like hey, it is it is it is, yeah. it is yeah. what it is. It is, it, what it is. But it, he just has that like I hope I wish yeah. you the best. You know, hope, yeah. Top of the morning. 
Let the art speak for That's itself. That's how uh, Jewish New York would suck hot top of the morning to you. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad that you did chose chose uh, record. Like, I'm glad you can we, talk. We, oh, Jesus Christ! I was like in the middle of a burp. I remember when I first learned to talk. Same. <laughs> and uh, we were at your 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 folks' home in yeah. Oaxaca. Oh man, what a time! We were, we were like right around. A so year, good. We gotta get you down there. And we gotta get your your folks have a nice little uh, record collection there. And oh man, we were. I remember it very vividly. It was like during the like early afternoon, and we smoked a little bit of opium. Yes, we did. And we drank a little opium. Opium with mezcal, mescalium. mescalium. And, and then we were smoking I was like, weed. Oh, sweet! You have Nashville Skyline. Cool. So I played Ooh. it, and it was just like that perfect temperature oh. afternoon. And I play it, and Leo's like, "Did you put this?" I was like, "Yeah." It's like Nashville Skyline, dude. And I was like, "Yeah." Nashville uh, Skyline. And we just were kind of sitting there playing, and then we're like, "Well, you want to play pool?" Oh so yeah. So we were playing pool oh. and listening to this, and I just remember that that's like, peak existence right there. Of being yeah. just completely <laughs> blissful. All is well in the world. Like, there can be yeah, exactly <laughs> all, all is, is well, well in the world, and like definitely, it's gonna be it, okay. It, this album got <laughs> in even more um, in my you know just Rolodex because again like I, there's other Dylan albums I prefer, but this album went a lot higher on my uh, on my list because of that. I just want to add. So I kids, add one smoke more. opium, kids. Yes, yeah, smoke opium, kids, and mix it with mix with liquor. Mix it with hard mix, liquor mix and then drink that. So and it, you'll have a great twenty-seven minutes. The, the one and the, the one more thing I want to add about this album, why it shows it, is that no, you're cut off. We gave oh, you enough God time. Was is that <laughs> it? Cer- certain albums, like it's it's like a magic spell. The way this song fills a space, or the way this album fills space, like when we were playing it on the record yeah. player. My, the way it's like the most masterful use of reverb. It's like a this yeah. is like a case study in yeah. reverb. Oh I, my god! The way I it believe fills in this reverb. Space. If you want to use this reverb, do it. Do it. Yeah. It, it does. It it just oh lifts god. up everything. It just, just fills just, everything, but it's not fuzzy. Everything's just floating around in this lovely space. Oh, it's, well, just, it's wonderful. Yeah, I guess I'll just since you just said that it, yeah. it's a good segue. Like this album is where uh, Jim James was born. Yeah. Like Jim. Oh this god. is Jim James right now. Listen to that. That's he, that's what yeah. some of his shit sounds like, yeah. the, which is amazing. Because Jim James does do that, and he does that little free, yeah, yeah he does that a froggy, bit of the, yeah, the froggy Kermit, Kermit yeah. the frog voice, uh, and the slide great. guitar. I think on we this should, uh, I think we should stop blowing Bob Dylan. Let's stop sucking his dick so hard, shit, huh? Yeah. Um, so yeah, he starts. They do this. Uh, they do the recording at uh, Columbia Records in New York, and he says a. Hey Bob, I, or uh, Bob Dylan has his friend. He says, "Hey Johnny, I got this old song I want to do. It's called uh, something Girl from North County." Girl from North, North Girl from Orange County. <laughs> Girl from Orange County. Girl from the North County. That's if we do that song tonight. We're, that's what we're singing. Girl from Orange, Orange County. County. <laughs> <laughs> Which had previously showed up on uh, Free Will and Bob Dylan. Free Will and Bob Dylan. And you know it's fun to have friends in high places and. Bob Dylan has uh, Johnny Cash as a friend. So, we'll start with the first song of the record. Uno. Uno. The pun- penultimate. From the kid. <laughs> Girl from the North Country. Crema de Plátano. Uh, version 2. Or version 2. Whatever they want to say. This, this is brought to you by Crema de Plátano. Crema de Plátano. Y 
If you're traveling to the North Country Fair, where the winds hit heavy on the borderline, remember me to one who lives there. For she once was a true love of mine. See for me that her hair's hanging down It curls and falls all down her breast See for me that her hair's hanging down That's the way I remember her best So, just imagine that you've listened to Bob Dylan, all those other albums, and then this comes out as the intro song. I mean, first of all, you're like, who the fuck, when's Bob Dylan going to sing? Yeah, Yeah, some dude, Johnny Cash, Cash, some dude. (laughs) Some Some really good singer. Yeah. (laughs) What's going on? It's like one of those hip-hop albums where the first track is like, the dude's not even on this one. Yeah, it's just, it's he's just saying, like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> fuck. This is just all his buddies from his hometown. All his buddies. <laughs> How the guys are just not going to make it in this game. Can we just have like a moment to... Johnny, the timbre of Johnny Cash's voice yeah. is like a fucking force of nature. It's just that when he does I, those, those low notes, just but, Jesus, but dude. That, but that Dylan is matching him. Oh, yeah. Is what is... Boggling my mind, but it's actually he's so, he's going to he's going toe to toe with one of the greatest singers with yeah. their own style of all time. You know, right. the, there's a story with Johnny Cash when he was very young because he was he grew up in an environment where they would sing gospel in church, right? Um, he was did singing lessons, and uh, the first day they had him sing, and they said, "Don't, don't, don't. We don't need you. Don't take any classes. Your stuff." Do your, do your own thing. thing. Do your own thing. It's it's amazing. Like he from the start, he had a, this character to it. And just oh my god, the timbre of his voice on this. When he first comes in, you're like, that's fucking Johnny Cash. Yeah. Holy Jesus. And and as far as me, and and kind of this album, I didn't know Free Will and Bob Dylan until after this. So uh, I didn't know the first version. Did you guys? I know. Uh, no, this I. I heard this is the first version so, I've heard of it. And yeah. I I listened to the other one. I'm just like. Yeah. Eh, that's fine. It's it doesn't good. have Johnny Cash. Doesn't he was Johnny 22 Cash. when he wrote it. It does, 22. But, it, but it's like it's just not this version. No. And, and, and even, even the way Dylan's singing it, the, the, the sand here, it's incredible. Like what's and then, Dylan doing? And yeah, and then again, you know, people, fucking real musician people, would be like, they're not harmonizing. They're singing different. They they mess up on lyrics. They yeah. don't. And they. Anyone nowadays would have fucking cut that, made it perfect, and right. bullshit. This, this is, is, is two friends sitting around a pian- uh, piano and a, and a yeah. guitar. Well, this is, all actually, this is actually from a different session. Yeah. They did 12 songs, or tw- 15 maybe. This was them just sitting down and there was They did their around. own session, yeah. Johnny Cash. So this right. had nothing to do really with this album. Right. This was recorded, was it prior to the recording of yeah. most of this album, right? Yeah, and they did some Johnny Cash. They did Ring of Fire. They, they did, did uh, I'm So Lonesome I Could Cry, which I think is featured in uh, like old uh, uh, Final Destination. Something like that. Lost Highway. 
same oh. thing. Yeah. And I've, I've, li- I've never listened to the session, um, but obviously he picked this one, and yeah. we all, I mean, we all know why. how do you deny this song? And I, I like know. how it's not harmonized, and I like how it's oh. messy, and it's real. Yeah. It's too... There, there are, you know, you, you, I mean, especially as, like a, as a songwriter, like... I like, oh, as an accomplished as songwriter? An, as an accomplished songwriter, I, I, w- w- if you're a songwriter, like, you, you live for a, getting a good line. A line oh, that's, that's like that's a line it. that haunts you, yeah. and there's this, this the, that when he says it curls and falls, it's like oh dude, I get goosebumps on my entire fucking body. I get wet. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I get wet. I like uh, says that. see for me that her hair's hanging down. Hair's hanging that's down. the way I remember her best. Oh. That picture of the girl just with it. it that's you know, how that I remember one her moment best. you looked over at her and you go, God uh, damn, damn. Yeah. Like, her. What a beautiful best. specimen you are. Oh. And then a beautiful specimen of the female genus. And and and, that, and that, that's what that was great about this song is, you know, you go through relationships and there's been, you said terrible shit to each other and you yep. fucking I hate that. What? But it, this song's more about whatever all that other shit is. What, that moment, like yeah. why did why did we have that special thing? No, and, it's and a, let's and, remember that. And it's about someone from your past. It's saying if you go by this certain town and you see this certain girl. Let her let her know I said hi. Yeah, and I'm not trying to be a dick, and I want I want her to yeah. have plenty of children. I'm just just, and, let, just, and let, her know, just let her know. Just let her know. Just let her know I said hi. Yeah, and I'll always remember like her a certain way. Like, yes, yeah. that's that's wonderful. That's a heartbreaker. That's right a there. heartbreaker. Yeah, it's a nice little emotion. It's also, yeah, another reason I really like this album is it's such a good uh, exploration of like all the different tones of melancholy like really nice sadness like with like just like good al green where it's like man that is a you just painted me a real nice shade of sadness right there it's a real yeah. nice shade of blue you got there. i've always been a, a fan of the darker melancholy yep. music and the it's not because i want to rise but, but you know like some people get so confused and they just like so you just sit there and like feel bad like no i feel no. more alive and greater i feel great to this than just like a, yeah everyone's happy everyone's nothing, happy nothing like, terri- <laughs> nothing terrifies me more then really nothing I hate it terrifies me more than like really happy upbeat music too happy and the only thing that scares me more than that are the people who unironically like really like that Love shit it. I'm like you got you kill people in your basement yeah it scares the shit out of me I don't trust you I don't trust you I don't I do not trust it I don't and again you don't need I don't want someone like, wallowing in the yeah. fucking corner but it's just like I want something yeah. real Something real, yeah. Something like, not like st- I call it like Starbucks rock, like that Imagine Dragons. Like, whoa, whoa, it's the time is now. You're like, oh, dude, I hear the demon under that. You know, like Bill Hicks, like he's yeah. talking about boy band. And he just hears underneath. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have we have that in our intro. Yes. Play from your fucking Play from your fucking heart. Yeah, that's yeah. that's kind of where it all came. Play from something there. real. Yeah, yeah. So it, I, I like. And, and he, since this is a song that he previously wrote, he, he does a good job of, he, he went over, Dylan went over to England in 1962. Um, so there's, there's parts of that, the North Country uh, Fair, that's, he's talking more of uh, England at that so he's time. He's talking about an English last. But then, but then he goes into where the snowflakes fall, where the rivers freeze, and that's Minnesota back to his hometown. Uh. So there's rumors the that, rivers it's, freeze. that it's inspired by Susie Rotolo. Really? Or his first high school sweetheart, Echo Hellstrom. Echo Hellstrom. Echo Hellstrom. I'd, 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 I'd bang her on the name Echo alone. Echo Hellstrom. I'd date her on the name alone. Uh, Leo bangs Hellstrom. anything, anyone. <laughs> that is so not true. You, I'd bang her because her name's Echo Hellstrom. She could be a 
I was gonna say something bad, and then you'd be like, "What do you mean?" You do? You know, whatever. What do you mean? What do you have against people named Echo? No, no, that's <laughs> such a bigot. Echo out there, if you're listening, I love you. I love you. I always All you people named Echo. Echo. Yeah, but this doesn't. It, it sounds like he's, you know, he's a songwriter, and, and I, I, I like how people, you know, some good songwriters are like, oh, I just made up this character. It's like, nah, this, this is real. You're talking about someone real. You have to like. There's just like with the. I really like that there's a revival of like Americana and a revival of funk and soul. I like all of it. The only thing that bothers me is because it's a revival of a style that already was around. Yeah. You get a lot of insincere stuff. Right. You get a lot of people doing these funk songs where like they're talking about liberation like a person in the 70s. And it's like this isn't true anymore. You're just doing like a. You're doing a museum piece. Yeah. You're emulating something and it just it doesn't ring true to me. George and I have gone through this too. There's like. Um, some of the, there was that movement and it's kind of withered away of the oh, what's that huge band that blew up for a while Mumford and Sons yes <laughs> I, know exa- I know exactly what you which you speak a lot of that stuff and you know God bless anyone doing whatever you got to do yeah. to get by I'm not just talk, I'm just singing about a barrel of bourbon you're like no yeah. you're, what are you talking you're singing about, about you, you've never hoisted a barrel yeah and you're you're in a barn you've it's never like, cut wood what are you talking about we've, and so Sing we've gone over know. this and it's just <laughs> I'm glad that's kind of dead yeah, I'm um, so glad that's dead. But this, Revivalist. yeah, revivalists and all this, whatever. I don't need to talk shit. But good, good, I hope they're doing great. I hope they're. Revivalism is like rape jokes. It better be really funny, or it better be really good, or it's not gonna fucking fly, dude. Like, I'm not into it. Yeah, but uh, the intro, this being the intro song, is is interesting because I feel like it's almost like a, a preview. It does kind of t- show you what's gonna happen, but it actually, it's it is an outlier. It's. Because it is from a different session, but it is giving you like, here I have a new voice, and, you know I'm gonna do country songs, but and now you're gonna listen to the rest of it. But ne- but but and then we'll go into what we're I guess we should start talking about to the Nashville rag. Yep. So I, I feel like this song is more like, hey guys, shit has changed. Right. I'm in a different space now. The rag's like an overture, which how nice to have like an well, overture I, I at feel, the start. I feel like, like I feel like this is me. I'm doing country music. I'm with Johnny Cash. This is my new voice. Yeah, I've now, now now here's the Nashville rag. Here's my new band, and now you're gonna hear the album. Like yeah. this isn't this is the album, but it's it's almost like a preview. It's prepared like a theater piece. Yeah. And now I'm gonna introduce the band, and they, and and they do that. They trade off. Uh, on the intro, it's it's better that we just talk about it quickly, and yeah. then we can start playing it. So yeah, I feel like this is more just kind of like this is what's gonna happen. So get your head kind of adjusted, and now let's. Sure. Let me, but before, can I just do one last note because I think it's important as a preface. Uh, the relationship of, of Johnny Cash. So Johnny Cash was actually a very early fan of Dylan, and he he defended him at times when like labels were gonna drop him. He was a he was they were on the same label, Columbia or Columbia Columbia Records. Columbia Records. And uh, he was always an admirer, and they, uh, and obviously Dylan, admirer, had a call though. D- Dylan, <laughs> it's Dylan. on, it's on forever. It's on forever. <laughs> We're actually gonna find that. That was your crooner, yeah. And then Remix just fuck it. with it. Yeah. And Dylan, and Dylan, as you can imagine, grew up listening to him because I, I don't know if you know, like Dylan got a lot of his style and a lot of his songs and a lot of things from Woody Guthrie. Yeah. He, he 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 sat by Woody Guthrie's deathbed for a very long time, learning. Yeah, he played a lot of his songs. Like Woody, he was like a disciple, like a Zen disciple of Woody Guthrie. That's the thing to remember also in terms of this is country DNA. Right. He was Woody Guthrie's student at his deathbed. That's like some samurai shit. Anyway, so he can, and. and he came up listening to Johnny Cash as any sane person would. Um, Johnny Cash, big admirer of his, and this was and these were around the, the first times they ever started just sitting down and playing together. Yeah, and uh, it, 
Yeah, and there was this, there was this there's this great thing I was reading about recently. Uh, Johnny Cash at a certain point around this time. Uh, He's getting a little emotional, guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bob Dylan was getting criticized a lot for not writing topical protest music. Johnny, the Johnny Cash wrote an open letter to, I think, to Rolling Stone or something saying, let the fuck, shut up and let this dude sing, man. What the fuck are you talking about? Well, let, at, him, let him be. At the end of this album, I was, it, it's, it would be perfect right now, but I'm going to let yeah. it slide. He actually, there's liner notes that he wrote for... For this, and I won't read it now. Okay. Well, I want to do it at the end of the album because it's, it's, yeah, it's Johnny Cash that's called a tease on to Bob Dylan. Season. That's yeah. just dynamite. The just, amount of respect he showed Bob Dylan and amount and what it meant to Bob Dylan. Yeah. Like after their after their first session hanging out and jamming together, he gave him his guitar, and this is really important because this is again do the samurai reference. That's like somebody giving you their sword. A man came up to Bob Dylan after that and said, "I don't know if you understand the significance of that because this was in like you know country country. They're like that's that's old school, a con- an old school country sign of respect. A man gives you his guitar, it means you've earned his respect. He earned Johnny Cash's respect and got his guitar. Dude, I, mean, I would that's... never give anyone my guitar." <laughs> Well, think Cash how much you point. fuck got, Johnny Cash. He's got 10, He wouldn't get my guitar. <laughs> he's well, you're a lefty, and he's, no, right. and he's dead. <laughs> and, and he's dead. dead so. And he's dead. Just no. like Eric. That's true. The reason I'm the reason no the reason all that anger came out is because no one could have my guitar because no one's a lefty. <laughs> no one's a lefty. Like no, Paul, do you need this, Paul McCartney? No. And he's no. like, sorry, Charlie. Charlie. Sorry, Charlie. I don't play lefty. I heard you're an accomplished songwriter, but no. <laughs> 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 all right. All right. Nashville rag. Uh, we'll let this one go out. Yeah, and then go into song. Go into Nashville, uh, Nashville rag. And I think you should give it a nice introduction to the band. I think that's what this song is. Yeah. So the uh, the, the guys, the gentlemen playing the Nashville Cats, um, are uh, Kenneth Butchery, Fred Carter Jr., Charlie Daniels, Pete Drake. And Charlie McCoy. Now we're going to Nashville Rag. Song number two. Who is the slide guitarist? That's the Dobro is uh, Norman Blake. Oh, Dobro's. True story. I once uh, bid on two Dobro's on eBay, and then I ended up winning. So from from wanting one Dobro, I suddenly had two Dobro's, which is one more than I even needed. I like that. <laughs> two, two Dobro's? Yeah. So nice. I, Dobro's.
I like this little trade-off there. They just gave everyone a little... Rolling Bob. To be alone with you, just you and me. Now, won't you tell me the truth? Ain't that the way it ought to be? To hold each other tight. The whole Is it Rolling Bob? Is it Bob Rolling? Now I feel like people that might try to do that nowadays, like let's make it sound like. But this—that's what I love. It's just like band's ready. We're gonna. We're you ready, Bob? And band go. You know, that's not like. Yeah, you lay down the drum tracks. Lay down. Lay down your bass line. Cool. We recorded that. Now you're gonna do. It's like the band. We're fucking great. Are you ready, Bob? We record this shit. That just hit record. We'll take care of everything else. Everything else. Yeah. We're actually a professional band that can. Yeah, they can do that. That can go through this. So what do, what do we got here? First first song again. If, if we're going off my little thing where you got the intro, then you got the introduce the band. Here we go. To be alone with you. Now I think this is where people are like, wait, you had you had a song that you knew of Dylan. If yeah. you're a big Dylan fan, and it's poetic. He's not uh he's not going with his wordplay. Not at this all. is straight this up. This is not baskets of cats in the air with the mangoes. Baskets of Bob cats. Bob Dylan's 105th dream. That's know? the one. I that's the one I did a paper on. I couldn't yeah. think of it I, when I was saying like we did it in school. That, that one. Oh no. Does he? He starts that one as like he does like a, a, a two or three lines. He's like he starts laughing like a little. Yeah. Kid. Yeah. And they start over again. <laughs> but I remember being in tenth. I remember being in tenth grade, being like, "Fuck this guy! I don't want to do a fucking paper on a poet. Like I want." rock and roll like that's the the right. mind state i was in sure. back then that's why i had a little weird time with dylan it was just like oh he's the guy we do papers on sure just want to hear a fucking rock but no i was wrong but yeah 150 and, and here you go the beginning there's yeah there's no allegory there's no uh there's no mythology there's to be nothing. alone there's with just you to be alone with you it's like here we go here's a love love song here's a and that's pretty much like one of my big notes is like oh it's bob dylan like a love a love song that's not like breakup it's not breakup love like say like blood on the tracks no but it's like happy well it's that cover well this is like we didn't even get well or i didn't i should have mentioned earlier this is like well we kind of did bob dylan's settled album settled. this is yeah. a settled man he's, he's not rock and roll song. icon yeah he's not he's, angry he's not sad he's with a woman he just had his baby i think i think jacob is around yep. or just had him he's he's a dad yep. and he's chilling and he's like i like this uh, the, the, all this other nonsense of being this rock star. Don't have to prove myself anymore. Yeah, I actually just want to go down to the store, get some fucking milk, come back home, 
watch a uh, watch some telly with my lady. Watch some uh, Black Mirror or something. Watch some Black Mirror. <laughs> watch some Netflix and chill. And I'm sure you can identify as an accomplished songwriter that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that uh. There's some married accomplished song. Yeah, I'm retired now. <laughs> and the, the amount of money that was coming in <laughs> yeah, off ro- the non-recordings. checks are just fucking pouring. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, but the that sometimes it's nice to like take a take a break from writing stuff that's like psychedelic. It's or essential. Out there. No, just it's writing something, going bare, going expressing something very simple. Like yeah. I, I wrote a song a couple months ago after a breakup that was just like, you know, ever, ever since I left you, I've been sad. Just simple. That was the whole thing of the song. That was it. Yeah. I was sad for like a month. Yeah. I, the, I've never been sad for that long. <laughs> yeah. And think about you and me saying that, which is adorable. Like, oh, what do I write now? The, yeah. This, the pressure. It's like this guy is expected to write this fucking mind He's like, he's like, some asshole is gonna do some fucking article or you know, some review about me in high school in 1998. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what's the next song I can do that's like that? <laughs> yeah. Just to be alone with you, just you and me. No, you want, you know, just like the most basic ass. And rhyming, he still kills cliche. it. His, 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 well, his, it's, his it's timing, like his, you, the way he sings and the, 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 the way the choice he sings it. Syllables, it's just like oh, you oh, believe so, it. No, it's beautiful. And with his simplicity, he still maintains a very Bob Dylan esque like just yeah. pure to be alone poetry. With you. To be alone with you at the close of the day, with only you in view, the evening slips away. Ooh. It only goes to show Ooh. that while life's pleasures be few, the only one I know is when I'm alone man. with you. Well, yeah, I, this this album it's is. A I, on, I, I wrote this album uh, is mean man. There are some songs when they start and you're just like, woo, god damn. I wrote a uh, simple pleasure of love when the rest of life is meh, and and at the end is like I always thank the Lord when my working days through. You know, digging ditches. Yep. <laughs> I get my sweet reward coming back to my baby. You know, yeah. like that's exactly like instead of putting down everyone on their life of what they're doing, right. it's like, well, there are everyone's got their little golden nuggets and moments. Yeah. You know, they're not fucking rock stars, but they have their their pleasure. You know, not everyone just sits around and like, well, if I don't have this life, then life sucks. Yeah. Like, no, people are getting by. Yeah. Okay, with their little treasures in life. He's like he's, sing, he's singing about like the space in between significant moments. Like, you know, you always feel the temptation like everything's got to be about the significant moments. Like, no, you sing about the, the spaces in between. A little, little mundane. Time. A little yeah. mundane the, days. The day to day. The beauty of the minutia. The yeah. beauty of the minutia. Yeah, too many <laughs> thoughts get in the way of the day yeah. of what's actually important instead of you over the, how is how am I going to make this day great? Just fucking to be alone with my lady. Yeah. Or like man it. or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. You know, just lie on one butt cheek and let the other butt cheek kind of, like, settle on your nose. It's great. And he started throwing out, you know, I always thank the Lord. He was giving out his little... Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not a religious guy, but I, I, I use God and Lord in my songs because yeah. I don't... It doesn't have to mean whatever. It's just, I think... Th- there's no other word. The he Lord. Flirting with Christianity. But not even. Like, why did why does Christianity... <laughs> why are they allowed that word? Right. You know? Lord? The Lord's the Lord, yeah. Like, I could say the Lord. Well, yeah. Does that mean... No? It's no, just the just Lord. The Lord, you know? The Lord. The Lord. You and me looking at each other. We are lords looking at each other. Queen. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. Yes, king. So, uh, but just... Respect yourself, king. Dude, the piano fucking playing in this song yeah, is the shit. Oh, the piano. And the, dude, the bassist. The bass. The bassist is tearing it up. Yeah, it but in a subtle <laughs> in a tearing up. Yeah. He's not slap bass. No. Flea, you know? He's, not, he's not fucking Les Claypool over here. He's no. just like... Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, just everything's in motion. It's Ooh. just a nice fucking train of a song going. Fantastic. But the the piano always just the sprinkles in it. Yeah. Yeah, I think you got the. Uh, I think that's Charlie Daniels of. Uh, no, he's the bassist. Oh yeah, sorry, the bassist. Yeah. the bass. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think he. Uh, I'm right now. That's him. That's. Uh, he's a he's a good ba- he's a well known bassist. He's right? a well known guitarist. 
Yeah, Charlie well, Daniels. I, I, I should have written down his, he, he had a kind of a brief overview of this album, and he's like, this is kind of what made him, and right. just one of his favorite moments, where there was just this freedom, which we you read over and over, Dylan, where it's just kind of like, I got this song, guys, I believe in every one of you, it wasn't like, I want you to go, boom, 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 ba yeah. boom, ba it's just like, you guys well, are musicians, good. we're live here, I trust everyone, let's do this, you let's know, this, and, yeah. and everyone shines, and it's, it's that old school way of shining, it's not... I'm going to jump in front of Bob Dylan and yeah. fucking shred or whatever bullshit. Nope. It's just, let's make this song shine. I'm going to give it just, uh, yeah, it's like a, I'm just going to contribute to this fabric. This whole album is like that. All just the songs are just be. this like, they're, 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 each, each strain in it is not like cleanly separated. They're all just like melding together really mm -hmm. nicely. Yeah, and and this is more, one of the more upbeat tunes of this yeah. of this whole album. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is the first of uh, the first one recorded for specifically for Nashville uh, Skyline. And I think he's just his brain is just swaying of love that he's in now, and then the lost love. Even and when you sing about lost love, even if you're in love, it doesn't mean like I wish I was out of this and that. You're just right. a guy that's thinking about like this is fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. I've been in these like wow, remember that girl? She had that cool thing going on. Not, not that I even care about her anymore, but. Yeah. Now I respect it. I didn't let her know I respected something like that, you know. And then now I'm going to show this new thing, new thing. This new thing. <laughs> this new woman. This new thing with holes. Appreciation that I like. You're learning. That's what you should be doing. Right. What did I do wrong here? And I think that's what this album is to me. Is just this back and forth of I fucked up, and he definitely gets away. He gets into that on the next song, which I don't know if we're ready to go to it. Anyone? Anything else about this song? Um, I, I honky tonk. Wanna, just really quick. Again, like uh, here with an accomplished songwriter, you, you know how important like beginnings, the how you start a song and how you end is like this fine little art, and it's so fucking hard to do to end a songwriter. So God. the way this song starts, the, it's just the guitar on the upbeat, Dude. and then that one kick drum, doom, and then everything just comes in. You oh. saying that? You saying that gives me the chills? Like most Ooh. people never mention that. The I, way this song starts, dude. Th every once in a while, Ooh. I go through this weird thing where I'll, I'll just have shuffle on my Spotify yeah. and I'll just skip to the end of a song just to hear how they end. How they end and it. I'll be like, Ooh. or a song will be on the radio. I cla even if it's a song I don't even love, I'm just like, the reason this is classic and everyone's like, oh, the chorus is catchy and the verse is sure, cool. It's like, sure. no, the ending the and the ending. fucking intro are Ooh, perfect. They're perfect. Sometimes you fade out, good job. Sometimes fade out's a fucking cop out. Yeah. You know? It's so hard to But sometimes live. it's perfect. You're like, we're covering this live. How do we end this song? It just fades out. Yeah, but th and then I, I always <laughs> like to think they're just still playing that forever for the rest of their life. <laughs> I know. Yeah, now, yeah now, just now, like the song never now dies. I got chills because I remember when I was a little kid in this same phase of the same house running around when I was six um running around when i was six years old and i still i remember that one of the early thoughts about music it was that whenever things would fade out as a kid i'm like that's just they're just still playing it, they're just playing that song that's the song forever playing yeah. weird yeah that's why i like charlie but intros and outros are so underrated so underrated especially and they're hard to especially do especially in the they context so of, a, of a record where it was gonna keep going right before and after exactly to, to really you can't shuffle play a record. record yeah exactly there's no shuffle play yeah so they were the art of the intro and the outro oh, yeah. that much more important yeah yeah um, he didn't play this song live until like 1989 no shit yeah like some 20 like almost 20 years after um, 
maybe just because it was probably difficult to play. Is it like Creep for Radiohead where they just like didn't play it? Definitely wasn't as Creep. No. Definitely wasn't as Creep. It's a terrible analogy. Like you've you've been doing good so far. Right now, like naturally we have to bring up Radiohead on every uh, every podcast. The reason I'm you're still here is because you loved so much what I said earlier, how it brought up your six year old, so we're cool, but god damn it, Leo. Nothing to do with creep. You're a terrible guest. (laughs) This is probably the worst guest we've ever had. We've had two. You've actually been on a uh, I I interviewed you for when uh, when we dropped our first EP. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. So you have been on this podcast before. So get your shit together, all right? Maybe you're drinking too much. An interview with a Mr. Vampire? Yeah, it was an an interview with a vampire. My interview with a member of Mr. Vampire. Vampire. (laughs) (laughs) So to be alone with you, really? I mean, it's it's definitely not the start of the record, but it feels like, okay, now we're we're getting into the record. We're moving officially into the record. And Um, and Dylan's coming, not, he's coming uh, straight, straight, no, no, none of his fucking poetic wordplay. You know what it reminds me of? It's like uh, it's like when you take a road trip. The first couple songs are like you're packing, you're getting in the car, you're getting out of the city. This is the song that comes on once well, you hit the freeway, and you're like, okay, now we're yeah, on this for yeah, like another yeah. three, four hours. And yeah. you know what's weird too is like you get the always the Dylan Beatles fucking intersection where it's like Dylan inspired the Beatles, so right. the, you know Beatles were writing. He got them I on, love he got you. Them on yeah, lead. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they they all of a sudden like we need to write serious songs and be more poetic. And then motherfucker went underneath them and yeah. was like, be alone with you, like singing early Beatles yeah. shit. I'm like, motherfucker, like that's such a funny story, just like briefly, yeah, where they were they were you know, they were doing well, they were really famous and they they, they were in a hotel. They were room doing with Dylan. well. They were doing well. They were they, they were they, they were they were with Dylan. They were the Beatles. They were the Beatles in already. They were the, the biggest four. thing that's ever happened. They were doing well. Yeah, they were doing well. And uh and, and, and Dylan it, as it goes, supposedly just said like, "Look, you guys are good, but like, what the fuck? I want to hold your hand. What yeah. the fuck are you singing about here? Smoke some weed, and now Let's go make go revolver. Beer. Let's go to my apartment in Fifth Avenue. Yeah, and smoke some weed for the. They had never. It's, what's funny too is they were like, "Oh, weed. I don't know. Maybe it'll, it'll die laughing. Is this I've been doing barbi- I've been doing barbiturates and speed for ten years. Um, yeah. Ooh, weed. Uh, I know. That, that's the thing that we always. That's the thing that I always that's joke true. about. That's that, true. I know. I always. I've been doing about that speed with people in Berlin like, for ten years. Yeah, I always say when people are like. Oh, with the lightweight Beatles, like motherfuckers, they were doing speed they all were, the time. What the they, fuck? Are they you were they about? were having. Not so that much. it matters. Like this is like a macho thing. Like I only like the band that does a lot of drugs. If you don't do drugs, I ain't down with that shit. But they were. Yeah. They, they just were, weren't doing mind expanding. They, they were doing they like, were, and they were. She loves you, yeah, yeah, yeah. She it's loves you. Yeah. There wasn't punk rock, yeah. but it was punk rock. It pretty much was at the time. Scouse, it's the Scouse music. Fucking uh, no, and they apparently at during that time were having so much unprotected sex. Whenever is it they they would they would go get shots for the clap like every two weeks. And just, just to expand on like, the Dylan thing, it wasn't Dylan actually. Dylan actually didn't. It was it wasn't more like you guys are singing those songs. Smoke this weed. It was go, he goes oh um, on uh. So you guys are really you, no, you guys no, are really she goes, good. She gets high. She gets high. He thought he's. They said that. Yeah. So he was like, yeah. And they're like, uh. they're like, oh, I don't know. But, but apparently they did try before. And if you guys remember your first time, I don't think I got high the first time. I didn't get high the first so time. So I, I think they tried it and they were just like, what the fuck's a big deal? Because you don't take big hits. And yeah. then they got high with Bob Dylan and they got high. And they got proper. She high. gets high. She gets high. All right, let's go on to. Uh, we harmonize better than Johnny Cash and Yes, I would say so. <laughs> well, you're an accomplished songwriter. <laughs> Joke that keeps on giving. <laughs> I threw it all away. Song number four. Ooh, this is a classic. The wall of sound without having to be overwhelming. Mm. Mm. 
once held her in my arms she said she would always stay This is a magical song. Oh, right this song is magical. This is his warning. It's uh, this is his warning to the uh, to us young oh, men. Yep. Young men out there. Yep. Yeah. Thought that it's a warning. There's a better. This is a warning song. Yeah. Uh, if you if you throw it all, all away, don't be like Bob Dylan and throw it all away. <laughs> don't be like Bob Dylan, throw it away, and then later meet someone perfect and sure. settle down. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's it, <laughs> yeah, relationships are weird because I've done this, and it's been done to me, and it is the end of the world. But yeah. I found something perfect after. Yeah. So there's something to say about it being like, well, sometimes it's worth it, but still. Yeah. But still. So if you find <sighs> someone who gives you, you all, all of your love, love, take it to your heart. Don't let, let it stray. stray. Well, guys, for one thing for certain. For one thing for certain. You will surely be a hurtin'. Take it from one who's tried. But yeah. first of all, <laughs> that's the line right there. Damn. That's yeah. the line right that's there. That's the line. Take it from one who's tried. And, and the Dylan specialty, and he's been doing it forever, or for his last seven fucking albums, I know. The Coors Light are going down like fucking butter cakes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Butter this cakes. But he doesn't have a butter cake. He doesn't have, uh, I don't know, I just couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> I was going down like butter cakes. I was, I was hoping, that, I was hoping that was going to slide underneath the radar. <laughs> butter like, cake. Like, like Leo's cracking voice. No yeah, uh, butter cakes. <laughs> Butter cakes, <laughs> but but a Dylan thing is there's no real chorus. It's nope. it's verse verse and then the emotional verse, which is the chorus. Yeah. You know, it's like a, a refrain. Yeah, it fucking it just goes somewhere but else right for here. a second. This part right here, quick up. That he keeps doing that and that keeps that fucking hooks you in and brings you in like a bitch. You can't help it. <laughs> Drags you in like it's a pronounced bitch. Fish. Vish. It's pronounced Vish. And again, you know, back to you guys' opium moment. Like, opium moment. But the, th- the like, but even without you, I put this on in this house, and, you know, you go in another room, and that reverb and his beautiful, yep. it, like, it, it fills it, like, the space. Yeah, it starts coming around the corners, and it, like, you just Dude, feel like a lightness, no matter what. Like, again, I put this on on a nice day, yeah. and you just hear it reverberating throughout the house, and yeah. you're just like. This is what I mean. Like wandering around the house and hearing how this filled the space was the earliest 
equivalent to psychedelic experience that I had as a kid because yeah. it was something like this isn't just a song that it's playing right. it's filling the, the, the space and that's all because the the fucking reverb man because he's a genius but yeah like, that's, that's just amazing. well and that's the um what's the nirvana song that's covered uh me puppets uh put my sing my song with emotion uh, Jesus Christ! My girl, my no, girl. it's unplugged. Uh, uh, you know that meat puppet song. That's you know, song. <laughs> um, it's totally by the meat puppets. <laughs> Sprinkle with emotion, the natural birth. I can't see the end of me. My will exists. I cannot see formulated infinity. I can't think mm. of this fucking. It's on unplugged. Um, but it's it's pretty much just singing like a song stretched out where your voice stretches and okay. then you had you add emotion to l- basic lyrics yeah. and it tra- like if I just read once I had mountains in the palm of my hand and the rivers that run through every day but I must have been mad I never knew what I had it's like all right that's cool Bato. but nev- yeah uh, oh, me? yes oh me. But it's just about three puppet song It's that. just about the emotion and the stretching. It's that like the words are slow and stretched out. It's that psychedelic feel. Psychedelic. It sounds like it, it sounds like it's been slowed down. Yeah. But it's oh, not. Yeah. It's just it's a specialty that it's good been, songwriters sounds have. Sounds like it's syrupy. been screwed. It's syrupy. That's a good syrupy, way to put it. Yeah. And it might be pills. Who scissor, knows? scissor with Johnny Cash. And you know, <laughs> and then going back to like Beatles, like basic stuff, like the that bridge, love is all there is. It makes the world go round. Love and only love. It can't be denied. You know, like he would have never. No one would have ever said Dylan would write something never. like that before. Yeah. Like that shit's fucking cliche. It's simple and yeah, it's 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 well, it's super simple and super and, easy. And, but like, well, see, that's a, that's a sign of an accomplished songwriter. Is it like? Uh, Charlie would know. <laughs> Charlie would know. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Well, no. Is, I'll that, let you. is that he's able to um, basically to walk into the terrain of cliche and still get something valuable? It requires so much skill. But rather I, than just being off, you can go out into the universe and do something really edgy and fine, whatever. But if you can go into the terrain of cliche and make something that's true. But cl- it's just like, understand that anyone who listens to it is true. It, it, it's very apprehensible and true, but still, but still, but still cliche. Take that's difficult. But that just is like extremely, that's an accomplished yeah. songwriter thing. Just like stereotypes are stereotypes because they're true. Cliches right. are cliches because they're yes. true. And I was just listening to uh, Michael Pollan. Do you know him? He's like uh, he was more like a, a writer about just food and the health of food, and he did a whole bunch of books about that and then he just wrote a book about psychedelics he just totally different shift and he's been on rogan sam harris he's doing the rounds about psychedelics okay. and he was on sam harris's thing and and they were talking about people that do psychedelics and when you try to ex- explain it you just sound like a fucking it, yeah. you know the, all the hippies like well what i came back from is love is all right. there is and then people are like really so i should do that and then now i'm gonna feel love right and that's kind of what this is going to is that it it it, it sounds retarded yeah. But it really is the answer to everything. Yep. Even like love is all you need. I know. Yeah. Like, well, how am I gonna pay the bills with love? Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got that. I'll tell my landlord. I'll give him some love, and he'll be yeah. like, "Okay, see you yeah. next." It's month. Like you son of a bitch. But like you, I'm gonna know pay him half deep. with love and half with exposure. And uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love of the game. But love, like you fucking see yeah. that bug. I don't want to kill that bug anymore. I used to not give yeah. a shit. Got love for that bug. Don't know love. why. Like looking at fucking leaves. Fuck that bug, but that, got, that this bug's cool. Specifically that got love for my friends, but not the stranger. I'm not even yeah. like I love you, stranger, but I don't fucking put him down or right. whatever he's doing. As a guy that's doing some shitty job, I don't ever go look at that fucking 
Like I'm like, yeah. He's doing what he's he's doing. You know, it's what, love. What, this. What, what you usually come back from if you know if you've had like a really intense psychedelic experience, like when you when you take what's called like a, a heroic dose, you know, you take like a you get, you, get, you get really fucking twisted. You usually come back with something that's very simple. You 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 at a certain point arrived at a simple idea that was like your anchor. And I I remember taking a very strong hallucinogen at a certain point and coming back from with just like. Crack. Yes, the, the hallucinogen crack, um, and I came back from it just realizing like, work hard and be kind. Yeah, that was it. That, well, I came back that, just that was it. That was my thing. I'm like, that's I, that's it. I that, think I figured it out. Work hard, of, be kind. Yeah, that's what they came back. I mean, he's a neuro, Sam Harris, a neuroscientist, yeah. and then you got Michael Pollan, who's an author. So they, they like they both want to come up with like, no, there's gotta be this grand thing, and like, no, like love is they're, they're everyone. Even those guys were just like. Eh. Yeah, everything dances. It, it it's all can be simplified. All, but I don't know how it doesn't mean everything's solved, but you know it's overthinking things. When love is all there is, it makes the world go round. Yeah, boom. Yeah, you want to hate it, but you're like, no, that's that's a, that's a great line. Works. Yeah. Works. And it sounds like someone take a tip from someone who tried. Like he was trying to do everything else besides that. Like, no, that can't be it. It's gotta right. be. I gotta think it's this. Gotta fucking, I gotta think this love. through. I can figure out the answer. I can figure it out. No. Nah. No. Nah. Nah. I've tried love. Yeah. And it doesn't mean. Monogamy. It doesn't mean any one thing. Just no, love. love. It could be yeah. whatever it is. Your version of the absolutely love killing people. Dude, Boom. Well, you know, it's funny what you remember. What you remember your parents. <laughs> I was hoping someone would be like, wait, that's not it. Uh, that's not. I thought I didn't know that was the direction we were going. It's it's funny the things that you remember your parents saying. Like it can be very random and stuff. But like one of the things I remember my suck folks, my cock. Yes, you're like, useless. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, you'll useless, never be. You'll never be anything. Um, but aside from you'll never be anything. Why can't you be more like your brother? Something I remember my parents saying at, at a certain point, like you know when those look you did now, I'd be like, listen to me right now. They said like, listen, like there's a lot of things to look forward to in this life, and a lot of things that are worth doing. But really, at the end of the day, the only thing that really matters is unconditional love. Yeah. Find someone to love, love people well. That's really all that's gonna matter. Yeah. Really. Like, yeah. I, I still remember that to this day. My mom told me that, and I was like, "Fuck you, all right." And find dudes if you're a dude yeah. that you can say that, and then that that lose their minds. Be oh like, yeah, I don't know, yeah. dude. Like, well, love you, brother. Yeah. yeah. Well, people like you guys, I tell you, I tell yeah. you guys, I love we, you at we, least once. Yeah. Time I, was, I see. I would say you. us three, we like we, we, we a lot of that. Pretty regularly tell each other we love each other. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sometimes I hold it back and be like, "Does he still love me?" And then I throw it. <laughs> I just wanted to see. If he <laughs> Even though you know that I love you still, you're yeah. just like, "But I want to hear it." I knew you, know? you cared. <laughs> Yeah, I always knew you cared. Or, or you know, just or just or just a good hug. You just like ooh, a good hug. What's up, brother? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good hug. Love or l- love to strangers. I love that occasional thing where I'm like walking by and like holding a door open or saying like just those little moments of love for a perfect stranger where there's like oh yeah, because you, cause oh, in some deep sense you're like yeah we're both doing this really crazy thing. This is crazy. We're both right? existing right now, and I know you're baffled in your own head right now. But hey, yeah. how are you? Yeah, I held a, a door for a dude at, right. at the gym a couple days ago, and like he was kind of far away, and I was like, I'm gonna wait. Yeah. And he was like, he was kind of weirded out. Like, you get that thanks. Oca- and you get that occasional look where it's like, no, yeah, he man. took off his shades. He was like, thanks, man. Thanks, I was like, man. you're welcome. And it's such a super yeah. thing, and not you that feel, I walked away, but yeah, like a little bit of fuzz. I was like, but then it's that reminder through just I should just be nicer. God damn it. Even for selfish reasons. Yeah. Even if it's pure. Purely for the dopamine drip. Yeah, I think I, I think I was feeling like shitty that day, and all of a sudden I was like, I feel better. Yeah. Isn't that funny? I'm, I'm, I am okay. I'm actually a good person. Well, that's that's, that's one of those things. Like you, you see people who whose profession 
or vocation or life consists of helping other people, they've got this Ugh. joy. They've got this joy to them yeah. a lot of times. Like this is fucking. And, and yeah, you can't. But it's tough because it's like, when do I get mine back? Right. But you don't want to be like. You don't want to be that guy. You realize you also are getting it back constantly yeah. in, in the same way. <laughs> I mean, but the most people that get it is actually doing something really terrible in your life, fucking some, hurting someone beyond right. whatever. That's usually a good wake-up call, not just taking yeah. psychedelics. Absolutely. That's, it's actually doing something real that you hurt someone, and it's the biggest slap in your face. Yep. You, you threw it all away. So take psychedelics and really hurt someone, and yeah. you'll be okay. Take psychedelics and hurt somebody. Really hurt somebody. <laughs> just, just emotionally. Do it on psychedelics, and then, yeah. wow. <laughs> there goes that narrative. Goes that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Anyways, good song. Yeah, it's a great song. But just, yeah, that slow motion, Oh Me, the good listen to Nirvana's Oh Me, there's a, a lyric in about just, I, I can't think of it right now, but Called yeah. Called Oh Me by oh Nirvana? Me. Yeah, you've definitely heard it. It's, it's on me okay. Wait, it's wait, by, wait. It's a meat puppet Nirvana. Um, Nirvana. 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 I'm not familiar. I've heard of them. Nirvana. They're a good band. Still, uh, heard one good. of the greatest, like, what a great name, to, and then you just shoot yourself. Yeah. Kill yourself. It's like, yeah, did Nirvana. he reach Nirvana or did he not? Did he Nirvana? Did he Nirvana? Did he Nirvana or did he not? Nirvana. Oh, okay. I looked it up quick. Nerve on her? Would you like to hear my voice sprinkled with emotion, invented at your birth? Ooh. I can't see the end of me. My whole experience, I cannot see. But it's more about just hear my voice. Whatever it is, it doesn't. I, you know, I don't care about classic singing voices. I do sometimes. It yeah. sounds great. Bob Dylan is not that, but right. it's it's real. Something I remember. I was actually on the toilet thinking of this, but that they wanted to bring up uh, during this was that. Like there, there are singers that are bad, and then there are singers that are like the, the, your skill at singing and your awareness of how you sing yeah. are two different things. So there are singers that are like not traditionally classically good, but they know the strengths of their voice and they know how to use it. Right. Like I, I saw Bob Dylan uh, a couple years ago. He with was us, playing, yeah, with you guys. Yeah, we all went down together. Morning, my my morning jacket. We'll Wilco, and then Nancy Sinatra came retarded, on stage. Retarded, fucking retarded show. And uh, and Bob Dylan was, was mentally Ill. Was, was incredible, and I remember like I, I've just talked to people who've seen him live and were like I don't know his voice and I'm like dude that his voice that is we so raspy that one but he knows how to use it like he, yeah. the way he would come in yeah. and punctuate the the the, the, the patterning of, that, of, of his singing was incredible was like, oh, that, he knew how to use this show, creaky old accordion of a voice he's just learning how to use his out of tune guitar to oh, work, to play within the exactly. parameter, yeah. parameters of exactly the it's yeah. like it's like how how well tuned is your guitar versus like you can yeah, yeah. A, a, a real artist an accomplished songwriter can like take a fucking like detuned guitar and find a way to make something really sure. no you know what I, the magic i got from that show um and I, we've talked about this before is he made it feel like a campfire sit around with what how many people are fitting that fucking 12, place Twelve thousand. he the way even the stage set up he had like fire coming out yeah i don't even remember how it was set up like but tiki it, torches and a circle tiki torches. And like, the, like those like uh almost like those cambodian uh, circle dome yeah. lights. It was, very, yeah. it was very simple. Everyone so was dressed it, in black. it felt like we were all just kind of sitting around listening to nice Bob Dylan yeah. songs around a fire, but it's yeah. 12,000 of us. Yeah. 
Yeah. And everyone was like, we were sit, we were just yeah. sitting down. There was none of this like, let's hear the fucking yeah. uh, Rolling like yeah. a Rolling Stone, and everyone pump our fists. Nope. It's like no, just relax. Just relax and check Listen to beautiful listen. music. This let that shit experience. float over your face. This is a different yeah. experience than what you're expecting. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 when this, so that was probably 2015, 2015, something like that. That was amazing. Uh, it was fantastic. And and I, at that point, I hadn't seen Dylan yet, and I heard all that about not he doesn't play he doesn't play the song exactly like i remember from the album i want to hear it played exactly like the thing i've already heard oh a guy who's been doing it for 60 years yeah and also how the fuck do you remember all those lyrics of course he's just like i gotta make up something different i have no idea what i I have written thousands of lines of lyrics how the fuck do you expect me to remember all of them on the spot like come on dude i get that you know like a rolling stone is very important to you but that to me is just one of my songs like it's just the song. I don't, it's I don't even song want to hear that one live. Stuff. I just don't care. I'm just like, I, I, yeah. How Give me a different feel. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. But you gotta admit, like, the the persona of Bob Dylan, like he is beyond. Oh, he's just another dude. It's just like mm, yeah. he is. Yeah. Well, totally. He is. He is. People put so much. As far as America, as far as American folk music goes, top five most important people. Easy. Oh yeah, top, top five probably easily. The one. Probably number one, but top five for sure. Do you guys want to hear a story that I about Bob Dylan? That's I bet has never been on any podcast ever. You, you fucked Bob you? Dylan. Yes. Oh, we were both going. Okay. No. <laughs> of course you're going to say. Well, it's funny that you say that. He so him, he introduced himself as you Robert thought, Zimmerman. You thought he molested him. I thought okay. he fucked Bob Dylan. No, no. Oh, so yeah. So uh, like he was the top. Uh, there's actually two stories, but I'll tell the, the shorter one later. He molested so, him and fucked him. So there was this. There, there was. Wow, a, double bonus. God damn it! I grew up in this oh, in this village in southern Mexico. It's like a Zapotec village. George has been there. Charlie will be there eventually. Um, and there was this old man who lived, this old gringo named Max. I never said I wanted to go. And uh, I'm just gonna let that just, just slide. And uh, yeah, and so there was there was this old guy Max who was like lovely. He was like a like a like a like a, like a uh, second grandfather or something like that. Did he molest you? Gr- yes. Um, no. Um, what are second grandfathers for? But anyway, shout out to Catholic. He, he was this really inter- he was this really interesting like wonderful man. But one of his stories was. He once was Bob Dylan's roommate, way the fuck back in the day in Detroit, and they were roommates. And the deal was, he paid the rent, and Bob Dylan would just bring chicks. <laughs> Bob Dylan would just bring girls to the fucking apartment, and and he sold crack at the time. Not not Bob Dylan. Yeah. This guy was sold crack at the time. So he was a crack dealer who lived with Bob Dylan, and Bob Dylan would just bring chicks, and that's the story. That's a cool so story. I, I'm one degree away from Bob Dylan and sure. crack. Yeah, my 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 dad uh, hung out with Bob Dylan. No shit. No, I got no story. Fuck. My, That's a good story. And my dad once was in a taxi in New York, and they st- they stopped at a stoplight. They turned to his right, and there was like, this this like skinny like Jewish dude in a hoodie talking to these really young girls, like chatting them up. And he's like, he did a double take. He's like, that's fucking Bob Dylan. Because this fucking Bob Dylan was just like in like a gray hoodie, just like, yeah, and just talking to some girls, like 18 year olds. Yeah, pussy, yeah. I know. Why was he just an older, creepy guy now? He probably is. Hey, he's an older, creepy guy. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> <laughs> let me eat your, let me eat your puss. Get between your lips. Let me lick your puss. Let me lick your puss. Yeah, I always, you know, dude, you can't help it. Like, once you become legacy. You know, like him, Paul McCartney, fucking even Aerosmith, like, dude, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tyler. Ty- like, there's just certain dudes, you're like, all of a sudden, you're like, shing, you're like up in this, n- yeah. where every, 
even young girls are like, well, I mean, it's Bob I mean, Dylan. It is Bob Dylan. And I get to say, I fuck Bob Dylan. You I know? can say My I fuck Bob Dylan. So fucking jealous. Yeah. <laughs> Your mom will be jealous. Yeah. yeah. You fucked Bob Dylan? High five. Yeah. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Pussy five. But it's got to be weird just being that old and being like, fuck, I don't know, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and it threw it all away. Fucking, fucking and sucking, <laughs> sucking and fucking. Suckin and I was going on a nice, sweet thing about love. I don't know where we ended up here. Sucking and fucking. How about we go? Uh, it makes the world go round. Go sucking and fucking. That's how we all got here. Sucking and fucking is all there is. It makes the world go round. It brought us here. It's brought us here. It has brought don't us. Forget yeah. We are descended from a long line of people who sucked and fucked. Just sucking and fucking. Just sucking and fucking and trucking. That's very true. No one rides for free. <laughs> Suck, fuck, or truck. Well, now move on to song number five. Suck, Suck fucking truck. The song is called Suck, fucking, and truckin'. <laughs> Suck, and fucking, and truckin'. By, Bo- by Bob, Bob Dylan. Dylan. By Dob Villain. Dob Villain. Dob Villain. Peggy Dick. Robert Zimmerman. Robert Zimmerman. <laughs> Robert Zimmerman, you are next up in the line. You will be fried. <laughs> Peggy Dick. Stole my poor heart away By golly, what more can I say Love to spend a night with Peggy Day Peggy night Makes my future look so bright Man, that girl is out of sight Love to spend a day with Peggy night Well, you know, ever even before I learned her name, you know, I loved her just the same. And I tell them all wherever I may go, just so they'll know that she's my little lady and I love her so. Peggy Day stole my poor heart away. Turn my sky to the If you want to try to do another one, I know you're finding that now we're halfway through this thing. It's gonna be fucking balls on the wall. Barely functioning. This song's fucking awesome. So I, was, I was talking with George about it'd be fun on the one where we do like the 12 best songs 2017 are our favorites. You know and, we're actually on right now. We're recording. Yeah, that's fine. Well, well where's your mic? The people want to hear this fucking story. God damn it, no. <laughs> Just go, us going, uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. No, yeah, cool, no, good but, story. No, but it, it, it involves sure. a surprise, so I'm just All right, so anyways, Peggy Day. <laughs> Dude, this is like Bill and Dylan barely, fucking barely giving a fuck. Trucking. No uh, one this is rides like, You know free. how good at lyrics I am? Yeah, this is like George wrote a song. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when George, you give George a fucking oh, George pen wrote, and a pad. George wrote a song. Peggy We're going to put it right on the fridge where everyone can see it. <laughs> Peggy Day stole my poor heart away. By golly, what more can I say? Love to spend the night with, with Peggy, Peggy Day. Day. Peggy Night. Peggy Night makes, makes my future look so bright. bright. Man, that girl is out, out of sight. sight. Love to spend the day with Peggy, Peggy Night. This... Boom, boom, juxtaposition. Boom. Juxtaposition. Because every song needs to be serious and important. It needs to be topical and we about need something. need to change the world. Art needs to represent the society we live in. Yes. Dude, it's just a feel good If we just spread song. enough awareness, <laughs> if we can just spread enough awareness, it'll work. But I will go serious for a second. I just thought of something. It might I was being be totally off tangent. Um, 
You know, all these motherfuckers that do want to change the world. All these, all these motherfuckers that do want to change the world. I'm not on that whole social justice warriors thing. But, you know, well, people, all writers want to change the world, too. It's but, like this certain class but, of people no, that want to change. No, but it goes maybe a Jordan Peterson type of thing. Yeah. If you don't love yourself and you don't have a good woman, you know, not a good woman. You don't have to have a, no, that doesn't. You can just have a good, like, you know, Whatever, something. just a good fucking thing going on. If, a good non-binary polyamorous. No, but, know. like, if you're, <laughs> if you're trying to change the world, but everyone fucking hates you and, like, yeah. you can't have a, you can't get a. A, a straight relationship going because you're a fucking asshole, but yeah. you think you want to fucking solve the world. Right. Get, get your, that shit. Get your house together. in order. Yeah, Clean just your a room. Of it. Yeah. yeah. Get your house in order. Like, th first of all, that fucker didn't think of that. I hate how everyone's like, oh, clean your room. He thought of that. It's like, yeah, we've, we've, my dad, you know, not yeah. my dad, but. That's a bad example, Charlie. <laughs> Anyone else's. You didn't grow up with that. What up? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we all get the, the basic function. I never knew my father. <laughs> but, like, uh,. Yeah, the, you know those. I never that, learned to read. Those 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 people that want to change everything, and it's like, they're meanwhile they're fucking just terrible. Oh yeah, I know this chick who's a life coach, and I'm like, you are the last person who should yeah. be coaching anyone how yeah. to live life. But coach bless her heart, nuts. yeah, bless her heart. Yeah, and and a lot of people, and I get it when you're, especially when you're young, you're just like. Fuck yeah, I'm changing yeah. the world. And then you get older and you're like, oh, I'm kind of troubled and uh, I'm kind <laughs> yeah. of fucked up. I have my own shit to do. Yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. It doesn't mean don't still do that shit, no. but but we're working on both. Yeah, work on both. Yeah. Work on both. Work on both. That's what the song's you about, Peggy be, Day. You can be a better contributor. Peggy Day is about work on both of your shit. It's about self-improvement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, this one, again, it, this, this is what it's we It's about go. pegging. This I, song's think, about I pegging. think it's just being oblivious. Like, you're just so in love. You don't even know why. No, you're just like, I want This song's about pegging. Cause it's it's not about it's not a name it's it's a Peggy day like today's a Peggy day and tomorrow's a Peggy night <laughs> make it look so bright yeah. yeah getting fucked in the ass so oh, I thought know. you meant like pegging your pants no no pegging yeah. like pegging when, uh, you know like when when a chick a when you're I'm settled down I don't know what that means. when a woman puts on a strap on and pegs you in the ass <laughs> I can't hear this shit. I'm boring sexually now <laughs> babe do you want to try pegging tonight pegging uh, Leo brought it Dude, up wait, do you want to do you want to bang me in the butt wait five, oh that's what it wait wait five or six years Charlie. Yeah, spice it up when it gets boring. Let me, yeah. let me tell you, as a man who's never been married, take it from me. Take it I from me. It. I've I'm tried. Loved. Take it from a man who's tried. I've taken it from a man who's tried. Yeah. Several marriages under my belt. Yeah. Yeah, so just a, like, here we go. Just Bob Dylan. This is what we were talking about. The simplistic love songs. Nothing. It must have not, felt so good uh, to him to I, do I this. I can't imagine. Yeah. Like, oh, this is what you, songs could be, too? Yeah. Not that he obviously didn't know that, but in the context of Dylan's songs. Yeah. Listen, and then... Oh, yeah, the I know we're, we're always forgetting do, about the play do, underneath. Let's swing, baby. That's life right little, there, just man. Just having Ooh. a little fun. Yeah, that's lovely. Like, oh, that's what, lovely. But listen to how happy this word. music. What else would you yeah. say? Yeah. Like, the world's going to hell. <laughs> that would Vietnam. make a cool song. I don't like Vietnam. <laughs> like, racism <laughs> is bad. <laughs> Why did they kill MLK? Like, And then they did the classic ending. They gotta do that. Da, 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 da. Little jazz hands, yeah. jazz hands, jazz hands. Little Broadway. Man. And he does this like show hat, puts the hat yeah. up, kicking yeah. his legs out. Dun, dun, and show. Boom, yeah. Bob Dylan. Yeah. Jazz hands. That's jazz all we have for that song, guys. Let's go on to the next one. Las Vegas. Oh, wait. Let's go on to one of the greatest songs ever written. So. Oh, is this the, is this the song? We're ending, wait. What, what's, what? We're ending Peggy Day. Okay. Yeah. And we will now go on to Moment song of number six. Hold on. Don't play it yet. Moment of sounds. Ooh. Son of a bitch. <laughs> lay, 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 lay. 
lay across my big brain's bed. Lay, lady, lay, lay across my big brain's bed. Whatever colors you have in your mind, I show them to you, and you see them shine. Lay, lady, lay, lay across my big brass bed. Stay, lady, stay, stay with your man a while. Till the break of day Let me see you make them smile His clothes are dirty but his His hands are clean And you're the best thing that he's ever seen Stay lady stay Stay with your man a while song came from I don't understand it lay lady lay Uh, originally not really written for this album it was uh, up for um, Midnight Cowboy he was uh, commissioned to write a song for the movie Midnight Cowboy and he didn't come up in the whatever he ran out of time like they didn't have time to uh to pick the song so they ended up do, going with everybody's talking harry nelson great tune oh man can you, can you imagine a version of midnight cowboy where this was the song when he's no. walking oh, well, so God. what i was just saying i don't even get how this is like a song this is so this is obviously we the one we were trying to stay away from yeah blowing because it's so but it this really is the magical tune to me and it yeah. goes back childhood uh, this is the one I remember. Those opening strains of the. Well, it's it's that pedal steel. Without oh. that song, like I hear people do covers of this, I'm just like, get the fuck get the fuck out of here, again. yeah. Like do any other song. Oh my god. It's 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 a. Not mis- not, I'm, mystery's not a good. It's a, it's mysterious for sure. Yeah, but the way his voice out of nowhere just comes in booming. I know, but there's oh, something suck it. haunting. Haunting. This is a haunting. And beautiful this song. And, and, and his other movie song, uh, uh, Knocking on Heaven's Door, Haunting. Yeah. Haunting. He's, when he does Haunting, it's fucking creepy. Yeah. Yeah, he's kind of just like laying over you. This is the one where we were, we were listening to it in the car on the way here, and, we, and this is what I, I was telling George, like, this album is very psychic. It's very, it's very this song is. low-key psychedelic, and especially this song. This song is psychedelic as 
fuck. It's it's floaty. Like if Tame if Tame Impala came out with this right now, people would be like, yeah, that's par for the course. Like this, it's just so dreamy and oozy and bluesy. And and you know the big part of it is just the descending progression. Mm -hmm. It's just you're always floating down and then back up and then back down. It's kind of massaging and then the the cowboy the cowbell a bongo switch yeah. to the live drums and I don't have the drummer's name on hand right now Kevin Buttry Kevin Buttry Kenny Buttry Kenny Buttry who actually played with uh, Buttry uh, Neil, Native Neil American Young too on Neil Young's big albums in the 70s he, he again that's this is the 70s or 69 he would play the bongos over here yeah. and then they had the drums ready to go so he would switch it wasn't like right. we're gonna do drums and then we'll do right. this so played. actually the drums weren't mic'd as well so the drums ah. are a little but they got an ambient sound to them yeah. so everything's it's appropriate. just extra yeah, it's perfect. and the drumming is amazing uh, and, the, and the other thing I was saying with George is that if you I've obviously you know played this song or tried to play it um when you start to play it, you realize that it's, it's a it's a very weird song. Like the way that the, the way the guitar is done, it's it's do do because your your instinct at first is just to do downstrokes like bong bong ba dong 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 bong and this is like do do it's 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 weird. It's a it's a weird song. It's fucking. It's you know there's like classic songs and then there's like to make it into that pantheon is amazing. But then there's magical, mysterious, uh, this haunting. Is, this is whatever. magical, mysterious. Yeah, it's it's in that realm, and I don't even know. Take one of those things. Exactly why? Like this, because you can't pinpoint. It just you feel it when you hear it. Yeah, you feel it. When and you this hear is it. like a childhood. This is the but, one I but remember. But more for me, it's uh, my brother. He bought the Rolling Stone collection, 25 Years of Essential Rock, back right. in 1993. It was released. So I was 13. Uh -huh. And. Uh, so we had it was seven CDs. It went from 1967 to 1992 because that's when it came out. So it had you know Black Crows, Spin Doctors, REM at the end. But it had the first. I fell in love with 1967, 1969, and 1969 to 1970. The, those albums. Yeah. And you guys can look at this after. It's just you know it's. It, I mean it's it's radio songs, but yeah. it's also just like the classics of that time. And 1969 to 1970 had. MC5, Kick Out the Jams, Santana, Everybody's Everything, Steve Miliband, My Dark Hour, Neil Young, The Loner, and then Bob Dylan, Lay Lady Lay. Yeah. I didn't even know, like, obviously I must have read it, but I didn't, it didn't, I just remember liking that song. I didn't know that it was Bob Dylan, because again, it didn't sound it like It doesn't him. sound like Bob Dylan. I just remember being like, what, 13, just like, what the fuck, I'm feeling weird when yeah. I hear this song. I want, I want to do whatever it's that is. This song is undeniable. Yeah. Like I wanted that. I wanted to be you able to. You know it reminds me of? It's it, 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 the closest song I can think of in contemporary music to the, the effect of this is Jesus, etc. Interesting. Because I had that same feeling. About Jesus, etc.? Yeah. Jesus, etc. is the only song uh, in contemporary music that has this same kind of it's that weird. same vibe as Lay Lay Lay. You know, like I comes I, in, and you're like, oh, this song is undeniable. I that song all the time. I have an addiction to that song too. It's a song. It's like it's it's a song you could show. Uh, it's funny that we're saying this, the best songs of a dimension. It's a song you could show an alien and be like, this is, this is something we do. Don't kill us. And they're like, you know, this is pretty good. Keep <laughs> like, doing that. This is yeah. dope. Yeah. This is dope. Yeah, <laughs> uh, the alien says, "You're like, oh, cool. You're up to <laughs> This is dope. Yeah. <laughs> Let's take some mushrooms. <laughs> you guys want to take some mushrooms? We have mushrooms. <laughs> We grow it on the uh, the, well, the, the Asian planet. Keep playing the song though. Yeah. We went on to the next oh, one. Oh, did, <laughs> did it? Checked out, mouse man. No, not checked out, mouse man. I don't know what that means. Come on, mouse man. That doesn't mean anything. 
And I love yeah, it. Yeah, just keep us in that you know, vibe. We were, we were talking about how he doesn't really have distinct. I like that he doesn't have distinct. Like, oh, this is the verse, and then this is the chorus. This song is like verses where it's like this sweeping ocean, and then for a moment the waves recede for like these little bridgey chorus. The choruses are basically a bridge. Dun, 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 and it comes back well, in. And then it's got the... Just withdraws right, right. and then sinks right yeah. in. The, the, during that choruses those little yeah. four notes just to give a little like a yeah. little some kind of motion because yeah. everything else is just goes down to floating. that I love I used to write a lot of songs in, in the key of E and I've started writing more like in the key of like A or something and then settling into the E for like an, when the sun comes out like just settling into it for a bridge because like going down to that nice E woo dude oh. I think every song I ever wrote ends in E <laughs> <laughs> dude it's so great it's it, when, when you resolve into E but that's what happens when you're Accomplished songwriter. Yeah, that's just you. you know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> uh, there's also a little history. There's also a little history to this. Is not that they. I don't know, there's a little mix-up, and it always happens. I remember when I was younger, I was like, how do they not know the story behind the song? And then, I don't remember, like, shit I wrote, and it's not even important. Like, these are important songs. Yeah. Like, I get, you just, you, writ, you wrote it, you weren't like, today I'm writing Lay Lady Lay, this yeah. will be an amazing song. Right. You're just, you're sitting there, fucking fumbling around, getting by, and whatever it happens. And it's a really fun one to play on guitar, because it's got this certain descending thing where you go from a, a high a high chord to a, to, a, to a low chord, high chord, low chord, high chord, but you're descending. Right. It's 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 it's, it's fun to play. It's geometrically, it's fun to play yeah. spatially on the guitar. It actually is at. Uh, it's in one of our tunes. Um, uh, a C sharp minor. G, yeah. And minor. Oh. That progression Beautiful. is the ending of. Uh, you know the. Um, don't take too long. I know. I can't. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, when, I, when there's another you know song. You that thing that's like goes like doom the doom the doom. Yeah, the fuck I can't remember. But there's a song we do right at the end, but it's exactly that. I'm like, wow, I copied that. Uh, I, I copied it for a song too. There's, uh, a, there's a nice little line from Madonna, not in the song, yeah, but a little quote's pretty good. Yeah, Madonna like, guest stars on this I track. Used, she's in the background singing. She's in the yeah, background crying yeah. and wailing. She says, "I used to listen to that one record, Lay Lady Lay, in my brother's bedroom, in the basement of our house." I'd lie on the bed and play that song and cry all the time. I was going through adolescence. I had hormones raging through my body. Don't ask why I was crying. It's not a sad song. It's not a sad that's song. That's what the record it sounds sad. It sounds. It does. Sad. It sounds. It's it's like that dripping and melancholy. It's drip. Yeah. This whole album is dripping. There's a, there's a little drip. This of song specifically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, funny, funny story. So about well, this song. Aside from all the great associations I have, I have this one shitty one, which is hilarious. Uh, I was dating this girl several years ago, and early on into it. One of her friends who like really wanted to bang her, uh, when we got together, like posted on her wall just like, "Lay, lady, lay, lay in my brass bed." And she's like, "No, nah, it's just it's a song he likes." I'm like, "No, nah, no, no, that's 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 trying to fuck you." That's, that's, that's to fuck you. Yeah, this like, is a sex song. This is straight up. This sex is song. a sex song. Yeah, the lay in my. Uh, Don this is. Everly, this also reminds. Oh, this that's is, what I was gonna. Yeah, good. Go no, say it. He was saying that like they they. Uh, they like were not sure Sitting if they around. were give, yeah, just hang around and playing it. And uh, Dylan was writing the song at the time. Oh, okay. And he was and singing it to them, and they were yeah. Yeah, he was singing it to them, and he was. They were just kind of like, oh, cool, that's like an interesting song. Like uh, they were, they thought maybe he was. Yeah, is he it giving this to, it to like, us? It was like, like it was kind of confusing. But the Everly Brothers are such like clear, like or like such nice, you know, goody two shoes. 
music where they're like, it's a little too sexual. Well, they thought it might be about lesbians or something too. That, that was a rumor. That was a rumor about it. Yeah, but I could see I could see Melissa Etheridge being into this song. But yeah. I think they got that yeah. feeling like, is he giving it to us? Because he was just like, hey, I wrote the song, yeah. and he's just sitting there not being like, this is a great like. This he's is not one pulling of his a Kanye. Songs, he's but just he, like, he doesn't uh, even know how he feels about. It. He's just like, I don't know. He's he's lately, in the middle of writing it. Yeah, and like it feels okay, you know. Yeah. I bet you. But again, I'm sorry. Without that slide guitar, the song means nothing. Yeah. That's what takes it to yeah. that next dimension. That's that what makes it the next dimension. It makes it one of the best songs in this dimension or others. Sure. You had mentioned that uh, Charlie sure. about uh, sure. Kevin, Kevin Buttery like doing the. Um, He's so buttery. So drummer, uh, drummer Kevin Buttery uh, had said that he had a difficult time coming up with the drum part for the song, and Dylan had suggested yeah, no bongos, shit. while the producer Bob Johnson said yeah. cowbells. And in order to quote show them how bad their ideas were, Buttery <laughs> used both instruments together. Chris Christopherson, who was working as a janitor in the studio, at the what time, the shit was enlisted to hold the bongos and hold one the bongos hand and the cowbell, it. cowbells in the other hand. And Buttery moved the sole overhead drum mic from over to these new instruments. So, like, literally, they go back and forth, move the boom mic. Right. I'd imagine in my head, like, a boom mic going over. And he would switch back and forth from the drums from the choruses to the drum set sound. Distant, but not directly mic. And they heard, uh, the take heard on the album is the first take. Yeah. And it's one of Buttery's own take, personal favorite, like, performances and, ever. And now he just got over it, but, like, listen to the drums on the song. He does these little fills that... Listen, and that, that was kind of whatever. These, these nice little like, Tom fills. Do, 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 great do. fills. Oh. Great fucking fills. I love Tom fills. But I, I like, like oh. not even noticing. I've never heard so, of stuff. Huh? I've never heard of stuff. Do, 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 do. Tom fills. <laughs> Tom fills. <laughs> and, and this is his favorite. Out of all the love recordings he's done, this is his favorite drum. Like, yeah. this is his. Like, if he shows anyone, like, what's this my favorite moment playing drums, this song. And this isn't like a. No. You know, not drummers at all. think that you're going to play. It's just, it's just perfect. Covered by the birds. Covered by Duran Duran, covered by Ministry, covered by Cher. And guess what? I don't give a shit about all those other versions, even though I like those bands. Doesn't matter. Don't give a shit. But this will always, it does that like warp into a childhood song. This is a song like, this is another, I mean, this whole album, but this song is like one to lie in bed with someone you love on a rainy day. It's kind of like, hmm. Mm. Well, you know what? So like, no, as, no get, as, it. as much as we talk about Lace like pipe. as just country Sucking songs, you know, just straight up like kind of even if the songs are the lyrically they're downers, they're all like happy country. But he does a good enough job where he throws in "Girl from Northern Country." Yeah, that's kind of a like that song starts off weird, threw it all away, weird yeah. song, and this song. So you got these nice country songs, but then you got these weird ones in between psychedelic yeah, kind of psychedelic songs ones in between that keeps it all cohesive. Yeah, if they were all just that like. Hey, These are country albums. Yeah. It'd get a little meandering. Yeah. So. Speaking of meandering, uh, <laughs> we can talk about Lay Lady Lay. All That's day. our job. This is what this podcast is about. <laughs> we must stick to this schedule. Th- what is hey, the next schedule topic? Sorry about meandering on this podcast. Robert Last, Zimmerman. The next one, we won't even talk. We'll just play the album. <laughs> we'll now move on to song number seven. One more night. One more night. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. By uh, Phil, Col- Phil Collins. Stay, lady, stay. Stay, lady, stay is the next song. <laughs> lie, lady, lies. Lie, lady, lie. <laughs> Ooh. Stars have been 
so good he's talking during the song and i don't want him to because we want it we want to record it <laughs> what were you saying i was saying that this song sounds like it was written by johnny cash there you go like this is this is bob dylan doing johnny cash and he does it very well just interesting that, just i never thought about listen that to his long. phrasing listen to the terms he uses the phrases he uses in that building lonely road tonight no light will shine on me. And, and you hear the title, yeah. and then you kind of hear the, the way the music is. It's like, oh, he just wants one more night with love, one and everything's more. great. It's like, no, this song's all about complete darkness. Yeah. Everything else has light. You know, all, all the lyrics are just like, everything's light, the moon's light. This all is light, light will shine on and me. All, no, and I'm just in darkness. Um, yeah. Like, I have no light. No light, no light will shine on me. Another thing that's rare it's is It's a that fucking dark song. If you, if you notice, like, Bob Dylan, if you listen to the way he usually sings, touching on that again, he tends to not have a lower end on his voice. It tends to be very high end, like, head, nasal voice. The, the baritone tones coming out of his voice in this song. One more night. It's, that's that's Johnny Cash. Yeah. John, like, like, literally, I adopted a lot of my singing style from Johnny Cash, and a lot of it is letting your chest relax and bring out this low tone in your voice. That's that's it. This is a Johnny Cash song. Yeah. This is Bill, this is him doing Johnny Cash, and it's amazing. And is uh, is this a song with the is it the Dobro 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 Dobro, Dobro yeah. Some Dobro on there. The Johnson Dobro. It's just it's it's a pleasant sounding song, but I, he does a juxtaposition with the dark. Yep. And the darkness keeps creeping out. You know, and just being it's a, betra- a song of betrayal. Yeah. I was doing everything right, I thought, but nothing will nothing's coming my way. I'm yeah. giving light, no light. There's a, a recurring theme in in, uh, in my and Charlie's conversations is how like you know stuff will get like light and, and pretty for a little while, but the darkness always comes seeping in when it's well, like certain you people. Just be aware of it. Art. Yeah, just be, be aware, aware of it. it. It's coming. Yeah, you can't have. You really can't have one without the other. Well, it's it, well. Again, we go with cliche shit, but it's like it's cliche, the sun but it's comes true. up, sun goes down. You live half half yeah. your life in darkness. Yeah. You know. Not Speaking with sun setting right now, actually, very appropriately. Ooh. I mean, one way or another, the, the, you're gonna uh, die. Yeah, I mean, this one is overtly singing about the darkness, but uh, almost kind of reveling in it. We should all play with it. Yeah, almost kind of just reveling <laughs> in the darkness. On this one. Yeah. Reveling. Revel. That. That's a great way to put Good it. Word. Revel in the darkness. Revel, it's like, it's, Revel it's, in it's the why, darkness. Why is darkness always put as a bad thing? Sometimes it's a why goddamn it's a, beautiful it's thing. A, it's the best, dude. I feel more like myself at night by a long shot. Like, Jesus. Oh, you're, you're, Interesting. You're talking literally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, I but also the, not, the dark night. Of the no, but like, some days I'm just like, goddamn it. Like, today was a rough day. Like, I felt horrible. And then the next day is so sweet because yeah. of the dark because day. Because of that dark day you had. You know, yeah. instead of just all being, like, yeah. nice. 
That's why, like, I that's why I really enjoy uh, hallucinogens is because even if it's a bad trip, like a, a, quote, a, a quote unquote bad trip, the way when you come out when you come out of it because you've done the work, you know, because you actually have to. You, it actually requires some input and responsibility and from you when you when you've done the letting work. Letting go, you, though. Yeah, at the same letting time. go. Yeah, and when you find when you come out the other end, it can be you feel like you feel great. You can be really instructive. I actually had a uh, or a terrible fight or uh, something yeah. with some friend where Which you're are, like, yeah, oh, this similar. is it, and then you're like, oh, I've actually realized something about myself. Yeah, and about them, and sometimes and them. it's beautiful. You're like, well, this is how things should have gone. Yeah. Everything is as it should be. Yeah. You know? I had this... Uh, Everything is beautiful and nothing I, I once had this... One of the few like genuinely in the darkness. Like bad that. trips I've had was uh, one time I took some acid. I was always over at this, at this neighbor's house, these, these two girls, and they were pretty chill, and we were hanging out for a while. I took it when I was already tired, which is a bad idea. Yeah. And eventually, I just, I just didn't like the vibes, and I left. You turned it into a party drug instead of yeah. the respect it deserves. Yeah, and I, it just wasn't right, and I was tired. And I went home, and I, and I was like, oh, I gotta go home. And I, and I went home, and I was lying in bed, and I was getting these horrible every time i would close my eyes the tri the the visions i would get from the drug which is weird were not like oh geometric shapes flowers it was like like violent like bad really bad shit at a certain point i was like you know what i think this is this is a neighborhood where there were a lot of gangs lots of people have been like shot to death on my street you were getting those vibes yeah and, and i think I was, I was literally like okay this is like some of the ghosts of this neighborhood are coming by and like sitting around and playing in my head because they need someone to like talk with and i was just like you know what at a certain point, it's accepted. I'm like, you know what? Come on in. I know you need this. Come in and just pl play your shit out. And like, so I kind of, I played host some, to some neighborhood ghosts. <laughs> I played host to some neighborhood ghosts for a little while. And I was, it was nice. So I felt like they were like chilling in my living room. I'm like, all right, you can come in here and do this. Here. I won't be afraid of you. It's cool. I, I like this. It's what, what we're saying and what you're saying in this song now, it's, it's like one more night, like one more night. I got to go through this. Got to go through this. To get to yeah. the good stuff. Get to the good stuff. I can't just expect goodness to keep coming. I gotta nah. go through this one more and like, ah, yeah, it doesn't work that way. Yeah, 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 bro. And don't fight it. I, I don't. I, it's it's easy to say like just. Oh, it's easier. Here it is. It's Darkness, easier if you I don't. It. It's Some, easier if you don't fight it. Yeah, yeah. Just gotta wait for the light. Yeah. yeah. Right on. Right on, bro. But he sings it so goddamn he happy. Sings it so prettily. You're like, yeah, I want to be in darkness. <laughs> I want to be in darkness. I want to be depressed immediately. <laughs> the light will shine on me. This, this is the Tonight, most like. No light this will is the shine most on Dylan, old school Dylan sound. Is a little, yeah. just a little, just a little nasal. Is he fucking with us the whole time? I'm still wondering. Still wondering. <laughs> fucking asshole. Love this outro. Uh, Going into Tommy doesn't true. There it is. Song There's an eight. ending. Accomplished songwriter right there. Go. That's an accomplished songwriter right there. <laughs> this guy's gonna make it. This guy's got potential. I think he. I think he hit it after eleven albums. Eleven albums. Yeah, yeah he finally hit it. He's his only stride. on nine. He's only on nine. Song number eight. Tell me it wasn't Ooh. true. My favorite song. Those tones. I have heard rumors all over town. They say that you're planning to put me down. All I like. Tell me that it isn't true To say that you've been seen With some other man That he's tall, dark, and handsome And you're holding his hand Darling, I'm counting on you Tell me that it isn't True. I know that 
I can't, I can't leave it alone. Ray, when we were fading out, you said it's your favorite song on the album. All right, let's hear it. The, uh, just, it's this, it's like that. You have that crooning Dylan, and then the organs for this one, like just the organ. I wrote, I wrote organ. It's just, it's the same like organ sound from. From uh, uh, like a Rolling Stone. Ah, yeah. That, like same tone, and there's even kind of the little stabs that he has in there. And it's yeah, this song is about that organ. It really is. It gives it a hop. Well, I mean, the song's already hopping, but yeah. It's the, Bob, the, the, Bob Wilson the, on organ. This whole album's got like a not movement. What's it like? Uh, drums. The drums. Talk about just swing. Yeah, swing. Thank you. God damn yeah. it. Yeah, but yeah, this is it's the this song that, called it's the drums going the whole time and the organ. Yeah. And this song could should have been called organ. Yeah. But and then again, his his bittersweet voice. I'm counting on you. One thing I need you to do, babe. Yeah. Just just, do yeah, and I have to just bring up this one guy on the song meanings. <laughs> it was written about racism during the civil rights movement. The man in the song is dreading that his ex-girlfriend is dating a black man, and therefore he will become the ridicule of his racist friends. Read it through now. And then I read it through, and I was like, all right, well, he does say, like, tall, that he's tall, dark, and handsome. <laughs> but that's like a, that's a, a good guy, guy with a good tan. Florida for the weekend. And, and then I, George and I always joke about this on Leo's not here, but uh, I, I love going through everything and like it was. I don't know if it was this song, but it was like this is during uh, Dylan's heroin phase. Like, tell me isn't true that I'm he's on heroin or whatever, whatever is every bringing fucking back, song bringing it back to heroin. But yeah, this is just uh, I, the. The uh, the last four or five songs here that we're going through, not not that they're inconsequential, but they're all kind of drifting each other. Like, you get this, you kind of get the vibe of what's going on. You do heavy, nice, heavy, nice, and then these last four just kind of like steady through it. Just yeah, steady on this nice like sunset of just nice, pretty songs. Not that they're all the same, but they kind of have all that same vibe where it was kind of going up and down, up and down. And I, I might be wrong. Maybe there is one in here that throws it off but no I feel like it just drifts off nicely this song oh, yeah like it sounds like one long ending not a, not like the Beatles where they do like Abbey Road where it's like you know an extension of one song but kind of it just it has this nice last flow at the end here I'd never thought of that but yeah this this song the whole the whole song sounds like it's the, the end whole of a album song. it's yeah. like the B-side yeah but yeah, uh, organ playing. You're right. This is like this album is like someone as a B-side to another Bob Dylan album that doesn't exist. It's a, a culmination of his like B-side love songs. Dude, there's some. There's such good beat. You heard the Judas O, the the the, the, the Smashing Pumpkins B-side, fucking Dix Machina. I think like it's better. I like it better than well, the album. No, wait. It's so amazing. Pisces Iscariot. Do you know that album? No. It I came don't. out in like '98, and old. it's the B-side. It, after Melancholy came out, okay. it's all the B-sides from all the albums previous. Wow. Great fucking all of album. Them? Ooh, Pisces is scary. Fucking Look love it Smashing up. Pumpkins. Look it up. Yeah. Have you guys done a, a Smashing Pumpkins album? Yep. We did, uh, Which one? Melancholy. We oh, did yeah, both. I, I heard Melancholy. That's one of my favorite but episodes. Yeah, do we have both one. of them? Or is, oh, no. We lost Floyd, we right? Lost Floyd. We lost Pink Floyd. So oh. the uh, SoundCloud game that was over a year ago that they took that down, our strike... The, you know, we had one strike We're against safe. our account. It's, it's off. Can we get it back? No. It's still gone? It'll, it'll it, they, we can, but 
We can, I guess. You get another strike. Let's get another strike. Is it two strikes, or because it's, it's been a year, strikes. it's one more strike? No, now we have zero strikes. Oh, so let's try yeah. to put it back up. See if we get striked again. Can it's we, so stupid. Can we? Can I request as the next album we ever do, uh, Ava Door? Oh man. Woo. Maybe. Yeah, we should probably try to do another band. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. There's other albums other than like Bob Dylan. Yeah, get over yourself. Oh right, yeah. So, so this is it a whole just, different band. Just the category. Of okay. No, I mean like all. Especially since like what you're saying, okay, like well, if we'll you do like that next summer. That will be like the second episode after this one. Okay. <laughs> if, if, if if you guys ever want to do a Tom Waits album, like count me in. Man, we already did Tom Waits. Son of a bitch. Well, what kind of fan are you? Anyways, so tell me it isn't true. Tell me it isn't true. Yeah. So, well, I mean, you came in at the end, but this is his favorite song on the album. It's my favorite. This really is Bob is. Dylan's favorite song on the album? <laughs> no, George's. Oh, George's, okay. George's and Bob Dylan, even though he could write a song like Country Pie or whatever I mean, he's the fuck a, it he's was. An, he's an accomplished, accomplished songwriter. I'm, a, um, a he's a I'm accomplished. an accomplished friend of a songwriter. <laughs> You're an accomplished friend. That's Dude, it. I'll give you a song. You'll write Peggy Day in no time. Yeah, no time. Right, so it. stupid. Anyways, yeah. yeah um, t- typical kind of like uh, heartbroken girl. Like, now she's this part, this line right here. So know that some other man is holding me tight. It hurts me all over. Yeah, that, it the doesn't seem position, right. It's always like I'm so in love, I've lost all love. Yeah. I'm so in, in love, love, I've lost, lost all, all love. You know, and it's good yeah. job of doing that, where you're just like, oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> but every song sounds nice about it. Actually, the songs that he's lost you love, make you laugh. Then the songs that he's lost love are more upscale, and the songs that he's in love are kind of just like, I don't know, a little more down. You're true. There's like there's always juxtaposition. Yeah, it's always the the counterpoint. You want to say juxtaposition one more time? We've all said it. I think. Twice. I think I said it first. Yeah. One more person know, says I shenanigans. I, so I think you guys are copying my I juxtaposition. Said it You're like, oh, Charlie said juxtaposition. That's a good I word. I'm going to say that. No, you definitely did. Listen back on the I tape. Listen back. I have the documents. Right in, people. Who said juxtaposition first? Hey, Farva, what do you call it when you're in a class and like you have two concepts that kind of go against each other? Cunt. Ju- juxtaposition. Cunt. <laughs> One more person says juxtaposition. I'm going to pistol whip him. We got it. <laughs> hey, Farva. Barba. All right, let's go on to the next song. Super Troopers 2 is really funny. Super Troopers is good. Is it good? 2. Yeah, it's very funny. Because Anchorman 2 is funny. No. Because he's a half-hand, but it's good. It's perfect. It's really? Perfect. Perfect. What, Anchorman 2? No, uh, Super Troopers 2. Oh. Is it good? Fucking very, it's like, one, it stays true to, like, I will watch it. One, but not, yeah, absolutely watch it. I love Super Troopers. The penultimate song. Infinitely watchable. Country no. Pie. No. Song number nine. No. Country Pie. Oh yeah, it Country is. Country pie. Oh shit. I looked up something else. Just like old saxophone Joe, when he's got the whole head up on his toes. Oh my, oh my. Love that country pie Listen to the fiddler play When he's playing till the break of day For me, oh my Love that country pie That's best strawberry, lemon and lime What do I care? Blueberry, apple, cherry, pumpkin and plum Call me for dinner, honey, I'll be there Saddle me up my big white goose Tie me on her and turn her loose For me, oh my Love that country pie 
that ain't no lie, ain't running any race. Get to me my country pie, I won't throw it up in anybody's face. Take me up that old beach street, little Jack Horner got nothing on me. Oh, me, oh, my, love that country pie. Yeah, man, those guitar solos. But they're so lovely. like they're so Beatles guitar solos. Like, right. You know, like they're not they're like not, they're not cock rock guitar solos. Yeah, not at all. They're kind of dirty and they're they're like kind of unprofessional. But I don't mean that. Yeah. Like, no, they're absolutely professional. But like, not like thought about. Right. They're not Pink Floyd. They're not right. fucking. Uh, well, they're 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 hooky. It's noodling. It's a ding It's just a feel of it instead of like. That's and, a, and you could you could have got a quote better cleaner tone, but no fuck that. I want that real live yeah. tone, you yeah. know. And that's a kind and, of that's a kind of guitar solo I favor in part because I'm not a very good I'm not a very accomplished guitarist. But when I do solos in songs, I, I like to do like same thing. Like I'll do like a two note solo, just, yeah, just a rhythm, just something that fits in. It's something that's hooky, yeah. Not necessarily like a or, display of virtuosity, or just have no idea what I'm going into every time. Yes, I like oh, that. That's fun. As I fun. used to hate that, but now I like it. <sighs> And be like, this could be horrible. Yeah, but it it's, could be it's nice to throw yourself into unfamiliar territory yeah. for sure. But so you, so you got this song, and I I think the band carries the song, and they and and what they did on a lot of other songs, but this, more in this, and maybe it's a country thing, is you do the bump, 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 and then everyone stops, yeah. and then you drag back in. You know, yeah. it's that they did it a couple times. Maybe they'll do it again, or is, it, is this the end of the song? But it's a lot of that in this country music. There's a dun dun dun. dun. Like they do a lot of drops. It's the beginning of the drops that become before. Just in case you didn't know what a drop was. Yeah, fucking drops. Like this song is not a love song. Like called Country Pie. I don't know what the fuck this song is. This song is super weird. He's literally just singing about pies. I think he like is. I think he's talking about pussy. I'll just be honest. Did this come out after? Uh, like the White Album? 1969? No. Is it? No. Well, so, yeah, because White Album... I mean, it was, it's it kind of Savoy Truffle. Yeah. He's talking about fucking raspberry, strawberry, lemon, and lime. What do I care? Blueberry, apple, cherry, pumpkin, and plum. Call me for dinner, honey. Yeah, it is. Just let's he's, get talking some, about, he's talking about banging people in the South. Or maybe heroin. Or heroin. Just kidding. Every song's about heroin. November, every every song's about heroin. 1968 was when... Uh, the White yeah, album it is. It, it, it's just about getting down, having some sex. Saddle me up on that yeah. big white goose. Oh, heroin. yeah. Heroin. Tie me on her and turn her loose. Oh, yep. me, oh, my. I love that country bar. Yep. It's about banging. Or it's it actually pussy. could be about heroin. And Saddle banging. me up on that big white goose. Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, wow. So George is not only learning to speak today, he's also learning how to hold a beer, <laughs> apparently. George, George dropped a beer. George dropped a beer. George dropped a beer. He's been known to drop beers from time to time. George We're, plays the guitar. We've been drinking beer very quick. I don't know why I'm turning into a German. Robert Zimmerman. The Beatles did spend many a year in, in Germany. In yeah. ven- ten years. In Hamburg. Hamburg. 
Amber doing barbiturates and speed and getting chlamydia. I, I give I give this song, I give this song. It, it's more it's less about Dylan and his lyrics and just the band just jamming yeah. a good old country song. Love all country pie. And him just like it's almost just, it's him riffing lyrics him riffing, on top yeah. of it, you yeah. know. And then he's just, oh my. and I don't know, Love since I'm a cop songwriter, is usually yeah. you just write like one line and then right. you're like, that's, that works. And yeah. then you just kind of like riff off that. And riff and off s- of instead line. of being like, what's the deeper meaning? What's and the then going meaning? that way, which is, I do because I don't know what else he's supposed to do. But he was just like, just like old saxophone Joe, when he's got the hog's, hog's head on his toe. Yeah, that works. Let's go whatever that means. Yeah, what if it means nothing. a hog's head on his toe. So I think this is just a fun song that means nothing. I forget fun. what interview it was, but there was Besides something Besides sex where, and, you know, whatever. Heroin. Heroin. Um, there was some interview where they asked him, where he was talking about his lyric, and he said that, like, at a certain point, he thought it was so funny that everyone would always try to extract, like, the, what, what does his lyrics mean? That a lot of times, he, that he would just throw shit in just to throw people off. He'd be like, oh, fox in a basket and throw in the sky. Just for fun. You said cats in a basket. Cats before, in a basket. Now, now you switch to fox. You're very deep. Yeah, I'm very deep. I like. I don't know why the basket keeps coming up. I'm a hit at parties. Yeah, what's going on with baskets? <laughs> well, that's that's interesting because um, another podcast I listened to about this album is they were saying, and I'd never really thought about that, is that you know the the Beatles got a lot of shit about people like they they started hearing like people are in school reading about your lyrics and they're like, what the fuck? What do you mean? Yeah. But at least it was like. John, Paul, and then even George. Like, you had three people. But th- there was this one and guy, Ringo, Bob Dylan. he wrote some songs, too. We but put them was, on the fridge for everyone to see. By, but they were written by By George. Yeah. yeah. Or by John. <laughs> but it was Dylan by himself. Like, no matter yeah. what, it was always like, was what Dylan. are you writing? Yeah. Just like, what What are you doing? You're, what else are you going to say? Help us, you know? Yeah. just like, fuck this. I love those people like like Dylan, like Prince, like uh, Trent Reznor, where people where it's like, it's just them. Yeah. Just them. The whole band, whatever. It's just them. Yeah, but you... They make everything. You still call them Nine Inch Nails, but it's Trent Reznor. It's Trent Reznor. Yeah. 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 It always has been. <laughs> it always has been, yeah. Just a little shout out to Trent Reznor. Big fan. Yeah, if you want to come on the pod, we're here. Yeah. Talk about... Uh, You're the only dude I've ever life. seen who could make the Staples Center sound good. Like, yeah. damn. Muse, tool. Tool. Muse. Well, of tool. Yeah, big, there, big fucking were. surprise. Tool did good. Muse oh. sounded real good. Oh, my God. Muse sounded good and so surprised. Sure. Well, I mean, you brought it up, so don't get angry that's that true. we just you fucking deflated right. your fucking ego. Yeah, yeah that's true. Guys, you guys yeah. made counterexamples that were powerful, yeah. Chili peppers. <laughs> Chili peppers were good. Chili peppers were good, yeah. Anything else? I liked Kanye. <laughs> you want to <laughs> take that back? I heard Kanye wasn't so great there. I liked him. Brian had a completely different conversation. Yeah, but was it as clean as Nine Inch Nails? up about that show. He just... But get it, you didn't like it. Well, shut the fuck up. Now you like him because he's right wing? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, Brian likes <laughs> his album because he's a Trump supporter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, that's Country Pilots' that's ultimate song. That song, you know, not the strongest one, but I get it. It's very dope. It's about pussy and heroin. It's about sucking, fucking, and sucking shooting, fucking man. But goddamn. Yeah, yeah, just like, I just don't I don't want to write about anything. I just want to have a good time. I'm playing music. Saxophone Joe, he's got can, the hog head on his toe. I, I, it's almost like, hey, guys, who gives a shit what I'm saying? Listen to these fuckers. Listen to this band behind me, Jim. Does he mention Saxophone Joe like twice in the song with the hog head on his toe? Like, is that a, is that a refrain or just once? Just once? No, like, what think, is with the hog head on the toe? I think we can. That's gonna haunt me. Haunting songs, as we said. So it's not a throwaway song, but it's not a song that we're gonna. Uh, I think it's a song that. Also, that's what I mean. It's a nice little. It's a nice little break from the last song. Tonight I'll be staying here with you. Yeah. Which is a heavier song. It's not. Not that it's like a dark, heavy song, but. Um, the next song, the last song of the album, is definitely like okay. It's not this record. You're right. Ready to be ready to You're go. You're right. That's a good and, penultimate. And Bell and uh, uh, the Beatles definitely did it. 
Dylan's doing it with that last song is kind of a nice little break from that lot from the, oh sorry the song before the last this song, is the, the penultimate song the penultimate song yes yeah, it's, it's, it's not a nice throwaway thing. it's just like a nice little this is a, one after nine uh, 909 comes after like long winding road on, on Abbey Road and then yeah. like you have a nice little right it's like you're you're coming to the end of the trip because yeah. this, this is, is the come this down this is a solid it's nice. song it's a very yeah. solid this song. last one yeah. yeah so yeah you're right I, no yeah and I'm not hating on it but it's 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 out of the whole See, album. this one even has a fadeaway end. But that's the most, that's, that one's the most lyrically, eh, of the whole album. And, and this is an album that's not really like, yeah, we're not it's talking not about the lyrics. lyrics yeah. so. uh, but it's cool. Right. It's fun. We will go on to the last song of the, last song of the uh, album tonight. I'll be staying here. It's simply staggering. Life is pretty straight. When this podcast comes on, we are fucking losing our There are a lot of beers. (laughs) A harem of beers. That's great. We're trying to do another one? Yeah. Oh, my God. That one's going to be a horribleness. (laughs) Shit show. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. (laughs) That one doesn't need to be as coherent. Yeah, that's true. Not that this one needs to be coherent. Anyways, tonight, I'll be staying here with you. Great pedal steel. This one, I, I like this one a lot because it it, it reminds it, it it evokes one of my favorite feelings, which is when like you're you're, see, you're seeing someone you really like, either you're with them or not, but like you were like, ah, yeah, tonight I'm gonna have a night in with my lady, yeah. and I no, with my I, with, with no, my dude, person. I don't know about that. I, I think it's even going like so. I'm just saying what it evokes for me. Oh, yeah, yeah, is yeah. That, no, that, I'm not that saying thing wrong. of just like you're like, oh, could I, I could I could go to a concert, I could go to the bar. Oh wait, she, no, she wants to, you know, she wants to hang out and watch a movie. Oh yeah, just a night in with just someone I really like. I, yeah, it's gonna be fucking fantastic. Word, yeah, and there's exactly there's that vibe off it. I get it more for a Dylan vibe as being this rock star that's been touring the world. It's like I don't even want to leave anymore. Right, done, like. I love that. Like, throw my ticket out the window. Throw my like, out literally, the window. I'm just seeing, you know, throw my suitcase out the window, throw my troubles out the door. I just, I just want to chill and then go back to you. Which is an, it's, it's like an unusual sentiment in, you know, rock and roll music and the like, where it's not like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get on the it's train, not free and bird, go out to free the bird, yeah. but you'll never it's see. Like, me no, 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 I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay in tonight. Yeah. 
It's yeah. be, and it's going to be great. It's like, yeah, I want to stay in the like, rock and roll. Stay Let's in, stay yeah. in. I'm going to stay in and have a good night. The yeah. older I get, the better that sounds. Oh, my God. Yeah. Dude, yeah, someone's, when you're like, oh, I, I did nothing this weekend. I did, I did nothing at all. Yeah. John Mulaney. I did nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes you respect the crazy nights more. Instead of crazy night being your life, and then you're like, I got to stay in too many crazy nights. All of a sudden, you're like, oh, I'm chill. And then the crazy night's like, something like tonight. It's nice. It's a nice juxtaposition. Yeah. <laughs> I hear that whistle blowing. I see that station master, too. If there's a poor boy, poor boy on the street, then let him have my seat, because tonight I'll be staying here with you. Ooh. And, dude, he's selling it. He's selling this. Yeah. Like, the way he's, he sounds happy. You know what it also evokes that I really like is when you cancel plans abruptly oh, to good. stay in bed with someone. There was this time in college when... I was seeing this this woman I had no business seeing. This happens to me every couple of years, just where I'm just seeing someone like you're it's way wrong. too hot for me. Um, yeah, I'm and, and, you, I'm waiting for you to be with a man. I, I know. can't believe women still want to be with you. Yeah, I know it's ridiculous, but um, gay joke, uh, gay joke. Um, but nothing wrong with being gay. It is pride kid month. gay, kid except, gay guys. Except two gay. It is Pride Month. Pride Month. Fucking. So I remember one time I literally like I flaked on like a final exam like something important something was something important because I was just lying in, I was just lying in bed and we weren't even she, she actually left and I just slept in but I was just like I just been in bed with this beautiful woman I think I'm gonna stay here that's gonna, yeah I'm just gonna I'm just gonna flake on this thing I was gonna do things better than just like oh. having a naked woman you love in your bed oh my god and just like, that's my life yeah. yeah. My life. It's my life. My wife is my life. Yeah, some women like to just be naked. I love it. It's great. It's great. I'm a fan. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm a, fan. I'm a fan. I I'm not, I I will never judge that. You know, some men like women wearing all the makeup and clothes and pretty dress. I find women. I like that. I like that. I, like, I, like, I find women at their best. Again, why does it have to be this or that? that? I love that. I love a nice but at the same time, and you, you then you unwrap that, and then exactly. there's, there's someone just lying there. Wow, is, is she your present or she, is she human? Is she an being object? Piece as, of shit. as human nature intended, <laughs> but actually confident, bit confident, bitch, confident wow. women. <laughs> wow, Where's the misogynist now. Com- confident women like all that. Confident God bitches love. Confident bitches like all that. God damn it. <laughs> I don't want these nagging. Just call me. I'm. I'm not just. A, yeah. Sometimes you are an object. Yes. As am I. I hope. Yeah. I really enjoy being objectified occasionally. Being my, as a songwriter, my next song is "Sometimes You Are an Object." There, That's amazing. There you go. As an accomplished songwriter, I uh, admire that. That's good. All right. That wraps it up, folks. I mean, is there anything else to say about this? We're. we're, we're. Listen to, this, listen to this album with a loved one. Yes. Uh, in in listen on to a rainy day or, or sunny day. While you're cleaning the house. Yeah. While you're cleaning the house. Oh, sorry. You do know what? Do Bra- it when you brain can just hear kicked in. The brain house. just kicked in. This song reminds me of a song, but it's actually the the concept is totally different. Wilco hated here. I feel like I, I feel like he was right. I feel like he was playing this song, and then he was like, "I, I do this. I'm, I'll, I'll be playing chords, and then I like." Juxtapose right. juxtapose them, <laughs> um, but uh, it switches into like I'm like oh I got this thing, but it, so it's like throw the ticket out the window, throw the suitcase out there too, and the, and that lyric for that is like um, yeah. I try to stay busy, I did the dishes, I mowed the lawn. Yeah. It's it's got that same flow. Wilco know? gets a, Wilco owes a lot but, to this album. Yeah, but that song is wow. more like he likes being. Uh, not on tour and blah 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 but when you're not here 
I have no idea what the fuck to yeah, do. No idea what to like, do. Like it's cool chilling out, but I did I did the dishes. I mowed the fucking lawn. Like yeah. what the fuck else do you do around here? If I you're try not to around. keep myself occupied, even though I know you're not coming home. Uh, I try to keep the house nice and neat. I make my bed. I change the sheets. I even learn how to use the washing machine. But things, but keeping things clean doesn't change anything. What am I going to do when I run out of shirts to fold? What am I going to do when I run out of the lawn to mow? What if I'm what if I'm going to do if what am I going to do if I never come if you never come home tell me what am I going to do this so, is kind of the juxtaposition but, 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 to, to <laughs> but, but, but even the way Very he sings it it's writer. not even that the the song like the 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 overall theme is close which it is but it's it's actually like the way he's phrasing and the chord mm -hmm. progression sounds like it. if you if you put them both together it's pretty similar and I didn't it just popped in my head anyway I like it I like it uh, yeah, so fan. there's that album should I give you guys the uh, the Johnny Cash little uh, poem that he wrote for Bob Dylan? Yes, yeah. please. Fuck, I'm drunk now, so this sucks. <laughs> uh, it's it's uh, yeah. Do you want to give me a little background? I'll give you a little background. Let's give him an E. Okay, no. just play E. I'm the whole time. D. Of Bob Dylan, that's the name of it, folks. There are those who do not imitate, who cannot imitate. But then there are those who emulate, at times to expand further the light of an original glow. Knowing that to imitate the living is mockery, and to imitate the dead is robbery. There are those who are beings complete unto themselves, whole, undaunted, a source as leaves of grass as stars as mountains alike 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 yet unalike each is complete and contained and as each unalike star shines each ray of light is forever gone to leave way for never a ray a new ray and oh, a new ray, as front a fountain, complete unto itself, full, flowing. So are some souls like stars, and their words, works, and songs, like strong, quick flashes of light from a brilliant, erupting cone. So where are your mountains to match some men? This man can rhyme the tick of time, the edge of pain, the what of saying, and comprehend the good in men, the bad in men, can feel the note, hate of flight, the love of right, and the creep of blight at the speed of light, the pain of down, the gone of gone, the end of friend, the end of end. By math of trend. By math of friend, sorry. Would grip to hold what he is told. How long to hold, how strong to hold. How much to hold in what is told and no. The yield of rend, the break of bend, the scar of mend. I'm proud to say that I know it. Herein is a hell of a po poet. 
and lots of other things. And lots of other things. Johnny Cash.